0: This is DWMOD. That's disagree with me or don't. I'm your host, Mikey Wilson, and this is the podcast that brings comedians together talking about sports and comedy and anything else in entertainment. We're back with another episode, and this is a fantastic one. Uh, this is one of the longest—well, it is. This is the longest episode we've done, but there was no way around shortening this thing up because you're going to love it. I'll be talking with my guest this week, Mr. Grant Lancaster. But before I get into that, I just want to get a quick something off my chest, little rant here. And let me point this barrel at the NFL. Uh, this year's rule changes, we have completely jumped the shark in the NFL. And I'm talking specifically about the Clay Matthews hit on Kirk Cousins that cost the Packers the game. This is ridiculous. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. We all thought going into the season that the helmet rule was going to be the big one that was going to drive fans crazy. And turns out It's these roughing the quarterback calls, specifically in regards to the new rule about driving the body weight or however you're supposed to interpret that. Look, I get it. If a guy comes in and picks a quarterback up and body slams him, or you know these bigger defensive ends coming off the edge, and when they drive a guy and they're specifically picking his body weight up and then smashing themselves into him, that's a different thing. That's a different thing entirely. If you can't see the difference between something like that that is obviously uh, violent with an intent to injure a player, I mean, if you can't see the difference between that and what Clay Matthews did on that play, which, by the way, the NFL is sending that video out to officials as to say this is the right call here, and this is how we are to be calling it going forward. Um, This is ridiculous. You can see Clay Matthews following every rule they've given him to this point, not going low, not going high, not using the helmet, not getting anywhere near the shoulder pads or helmet of the quarterback. He goes low, he goes shoulder first, into the midsection, hits Kirk Cousins as he's throwing the football, and then as he's going down to the turf with him, as physics would dictate, they're heading to the turf. You can see Clay Matthews put out his left arm to try and brace himself on the ground as to push his weight off of Kirk Cousins, as to not drive him into the ground. He simply hit the man who is moving forward, And they both fell backwards, and we're flagging this guy for this now, and we're sending out a tape stating, this is the way we're making this call now in the NFL. Okay, it has gotten ridiculous. I get that it's a quarterback league. I get that you're trying to protect the quarterbacks, but let me just throw a couple of facts at you here. Through week one, we had 15 roughing the passer calls. In the following week, I believe we had nine or ten. I believe the stat is we are on pace for like 185 roughing the passer calls this year, which will blow away any previous season calls in that manner. That's ridiculous to me. But here's a better point. Through week two, the average passer rating for quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, I'm giving you the average. I'm not telling you uh, some of the good ones. I'm not giving you someone specifically. I-, I am giving you the average of the worst quarterbacks and the best all mixed together is a passer rating of 102. 102 is now the average passer rating through the first 2 weeks of the season. I think we're doing more than enough to make the game easier on these quarterbacks. Okay? We need to back off this, let these guys play football. That hit on by Clay Matthews, that's ridiculous. That was the epitome of him trying to do everything right based on how you've dictated it. And he still made the play. And to you, that was taking points off the board. We now have to eliminate that play. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And quite frankly, fans are tired of it. That's it. That's my rant. Going to move on from that. And let's get back into this week's guest, Mr. Grant Lancaster. This is a fantastic episode. Now, Grant and I go way back. Uh, We actually got onto the Detroit Fire Department together. We were in the academy together. And you might wonder, well, what's this guy doing on a podcast like this then? Grant has a background in hip-hop music. Um, If you love hip-hop, if you're a fan of hip-hop, I'm an old-school hip-hop head, big time. Uh, This guy came up in it. This guy came up in it. I'm not going to blow any of the story. I'm going to let it tell itself. Came up in New York. You're going to hear things on here from him coming up with guys on Diddy's Bad Boy Records as it's just starting to take off. Um, Biggie Smalls in here. LL Cool J in here. All kinds of really cool stories. Uh, This is an amazing episode. That's why we let it run two hours and you'll notice sometimes during the podcast usually these things are edited you go back and you clean it up because there's pauses in the conversation sometimes here and there and you know you want to tighten those things up for entertainment purposes but there's going to be some points during this podcast where I'm going to leave those things in because you can genuinely get a feel for uh, what a very genuine and, and honest guy that Grant is and when he's in the middle of trying to come to an answer to some of the questions or elaborating on a story you can genuinely feel him slipping back into that moment in time and really trying to search for the words to capture it rather than just blathering on about it you know what i mean so i left those in there because i really think it helps to tell the story of who he is telling these stories and again he's just a very genuine guy very real dude um You're really going to enjoy the episode. That being said, go ahead and get yourself a piece of paper, a pad, a pencil. Get yourself something to jot some things down. Because over the course of two hours, we are going to drop so many nuggets of old school music that you are going to want to write down, search out and try to listen to. So, I think Amazon Music, uh Spotify, uh Apple iTunes, all of you probably just need to send us checks right now because there's going to be a ton of download hits after this thing cuz there's just so much good stuff in here that he'll bring up that you might not be familiar with and you want to get did you'll want to dig into it because You'll hear it. A guy knows what he's talking about, and he lived it. And if there's ever been a more appropriate episode to be brought to you by Old English 800 Brass Monkeys, which we enjoy during every show, uh, it's this one. So, uh, Old English, you got to get off the couch here. We're trying to get a sponsor for the show. Now, this is the one. If this don't get you, I don't know what will. We're also going to dig into some sports talk, but specifically we're going to stick to fantasy football. Uh, Grant and I have been in a fantasy football league that we both uh, co-founded and put together, more so he than I, when we were in the academy 20 years ago. And we've been in this thing for 20 years together. And it's a keeper league, and uh, there's 24 teams in it. It's huge. You keep five guys every year. It's like being a real GM. Uh, It's a lot of fun if you've never done fantasy football like this. Um, this is the way that I prefer to do it. It's a lot of fun. We'll get into that, but we're going to get into a lot of stuff for players for the season and things like that for fantasy football. And we do want to send out a big apology to the 49ers running back McKinnon. Um, he was one of our big sleeper picks in this thing about having a great season. And the day after we recorded this thing, he blew his ACL out in the last play of the last practice of the preseason. So, ugh. Sorry Mac. uh, let me jinx you like that, man, but sit back and enjoy this episode is coming to you live from downtown detroit new center area at grant's chicken wing joint he's got a place called city wings down in new center that has been there before the resurgence of the city and has lasted through that time so it's a great backdrop for this episode you can hear the music in the background the people it just really has a feel of the city the urban culture and no better place to sit around and talk some hip-hop with no better a guy than grant lancaster enjoy everybody all right, man. Welcome to the show. This week's guest, Mr. Grant Lancaster.
1: Yes, sir. How yeah. are you?
0: Good, man. Good. We're broadcasting live down at his uh, wing joint down here in Detroit, New Center area, man. Uh, just driving down in here today. Man, it's like it's good to be home, man. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. It is, man. Yeah, it's, it's, been it's, been been yeah. it's been a while now. been a while. been a minute. So me and Grant go way back. Uh, we came into Detroit Fire Department Academy together. Yes, sir. Uh, June 12, 2000. Absolutely. Yeah, Mike, Mike kept
1: me in stitches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was the only way for the alpha group to get through that right. damn thing, wasn't it? Right. I mean, yeah, they were honest. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it
1: was uh It was difficult, man. It's it's so it's so different now, with the new cats. Like they don't even have a PT the way that we used to yeah, on that right? hot asphalt in the summer. It's yeah. it's not it even used, the same. It was man. old school, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. They used yeah, to yeah. rag so yeah. they didn't oh, have dude, us. Oh, dude, it was there. torture. Yeah. It was torture in a lot of ways.
0: Front lean and rest for like 30, 40 minutes at a time. <laughs> right. They thought it was military yeah. boot yeah. camp, man. Based on the twins,
1: yeah. most Based of the time. The, yeah, the Hill Hendricks <laughs> twins, Yeah, man. no doubt.
0: Yeah, most times. Or it was, I have to be honest, or it was something I probably did. You know, But you and I, we yeah. gravitated to each other really quickly because yeah. we were like the two cats in a group that would sit back for a minute, and we would listen to everything that was being said, and everybody would be eating it up, and we'd be like, um, no. hold up. You know what's yeah. going on here, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah, just, you know, just a little thinkers, that's all, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So,
0: but but that, that's, like, the main reason that I'm coming down to talk to you today now is because of your background in hip-hop, and I want to get into that, but what you just said about being a thinker. Uh, when you first told me about, you know, people don't know, mm-hmm. you're originally from New York right
1: well i was born i was born in detroit and i i got kicked out of high school that's a whole other story when i got kicked out of high school i had to move to new york right
0: so you were there for quite a while
1: yeah i I moved to new york and i was uh 14 or 13 14
0: man super influential age and and time to be out there oh man it was the
1: perfect time and we had actually my folks had actually split up in 78 so i'm I was born in '70, so I was eight years old. My folks split up, but we we were living in New Jersey at the time. Okay. And uh, me, my mom, my sister came back here, but my pops stayed in stayed in New Jersey. So it was like always, like for the summers, I would always go back, chill with my dad for the for the summers. And hip hop, like in '78, '79, '80, it was like really, it was starting to bud at that point. Yeah. And uh, I had a couple of neighbors in New Jersey, man. These dudes named Ira and Gene, older cats, and they like really really plugged me into hip-hop man yeah. it was like i had i i mean you know we had a uh, rapper's delight and you know the breaks or sure, whatever sure. but gene and ira man they plugged me in yeah. so so ridiculously deep you know i mean at that point with all the mixtapes and all that kind of stuff yeah. i had no idea i but, mean
0: it was just starting to explode yeah. not on a national scene right. but just, in New York. right just local it, w- it was
1: bubbling right you know and uh these cats man they turned me out man yeah, Turn, yeah. Yeah, it turned well, me all the way out. That's
0: what I was saying when we first got into this. I was saying, like, when we first met and I talked to you quite a bit, I could, you could tell you were an intelligent cat, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, this guy's a thinker. And then when you said you started doing hip-hop and stuff, that's the stuff I always loved was the right. guys that were like, deep on the – tree. guys mm-hmm. that were good with the lyrics. And yes, the, and sir. I was like, I got to – all right, this dude, Then he was in with some good stuff. Then, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so from there, then you stayed out there, right?
1: Yeah, I stayed out there. I graduated high school there, and then uh, – I went to Howard. I, I lived on Long Island in Brentwood, so just to kind of give you give you some idea about Brentwood. So from my little town, um, you know, smallest town on the map. Um, Craig Mack is from my town. Biz is from my town. EPMD. Oh, man. If you know anything about DJs, Diamond J is from my town. Man. Uh, DJ Caleb Boss of four or Four Five is from my town, and the next town over is CI. I mean, that's JVC Force. That's Keith Murray. You know, oh, I mean, man. Wine Dance is a couple of towns over. So the God MC, Rakim, I saw Rakim at Wine Dance Day in 1986, bro. Man. Like on, the, he was on the on the tennis court Wine Dance Day performing Eric B as Eric president. I can't even like, imagine what yeah. that was oh, like. Oh, man, man. it Like it was set just that banana. scene
0: real quick. Like what was it like?
1: So Wine Dance Day is, you know, it's just kind of a celebratory day for the town. You know, it's kind of a big picnic, you know. And I mean, cats is just out there chilling or whatever. So me and Craig Mack actually, Craig Mack is was one of my best friends. He passed away recently. Yeah, man. Um, but me and him hopped on a train. You know, it's like two stops from Brentwood to to Wine Dance. So we hop on a train, go over there, and you know, I mean, we just in the mix. And right. all of a sudden, you know, we we ain't we not on the tennis court, but you know, we might be up, might have been by the basketball courts or whatever. And all of a sudden, everybody starts gathering on the tennis court. Right. And then you just hear, you just hear that 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 beat. You know what I mean? That Eric oh, B's yeah. President beat, and oh, yeah. like, it was the hottest thing on the planet at that time. Yeah. Oh, so God, yeah. I mean, immediately when you hear that, you know, your head turns, and then all of a sudden, you hear the God MC. I came in the door. I said it. Oh, oh dude. Man, everybody's over there oh, now. Oh man, it it was bananas, dude. Man, bananas. I could imagine. That's yeah. like
0: that's on my bucket list. I gotta, I gotta try to see him one time oh yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean Rock like him, I, man. I recently was out in la and my wife surprised me with uh i didn't even know it was coming to town but they were doing this art of rap festival okay and it seems to be kind of dying now and i don't get it but anyway it was out there and i couldn't believe how many people didn't go to this thing it was 50 bucks i mean you were right down on the floor with the dudes and uh opening up was uh curtis blow and i think dougie fresh did some tracks <sighs> And then from there, it went to EPMD, mm-hmm. and they crushed it for a bit and even did some new stuff. Then Mob Deep came on before P died, mm-hmm. Mob Deep. Then they went to Ice-T. He did all his old school stuff, colors right. and all that. Then after Ice-T, it was Public Enemy, Flavor Flav, and Chuck D, full right. live band, right, right. and they went for about 45, oh, 50 absolutely. minutes, man. And I, it was $50, Grant.
1: And, and probably you could probably throw a rock and hit the next person
0: i mean i mean it was a little more crowded than that but not like i expected yeah yeah like i expected at all i was shocked but
1: see this is the thing though man like hip-hop is such a is such a like right now kind of music like we don't we don't we don't honor like for every for every uh migos song that i hear on the radio to me i should hear a krs1 You know what I mean? Like it. There there needs to be some balance. Like you have branch back. Yeah, you have an old school. Like you have an old school soul channel. Like uh, here's mix ninety two point three. But they, you know, they they play the old old school soul music, whatever. But they'll they'll mix in some new stuff. Yeah. But the new stations don't mix in any old stuff. They don't, man. You know, so so it's hard for, like the kids that are going to concerts now. You know, like they have no no real reference for. Public Enemy or terrorist, no, you none. know, Boogie it's Down shame, Productions man. or Ra- even Rakim to a certain extent. I mean, yeah. people know who Rakim is, yeah. when you, but yeah. they ain't never heard the catalog. I mean, how can you tell me that you an MC and you never heard Lottie Dottie? I,
0: they they look at you like you're crazy if you talk about Rakim probably being the best. They look right. at you like, what? Right. And you're like, you don't even know. Yeah, they, don't even right. Know.
1: They don't understand. I mean, I mean, all the cats. And that's why, like, when when. When I talk to people about hip hop, I'm really, really leery about who I talk to about it, right? Because I don't, because I lived it yes. the way that I did, yes. I don't, I don't value a lot of people's opinions. You I, know what I, I'm saying? I know that and firsthand that, and, and because that's not, it was
0: like pulling teeth to get yeah, you to talk about it in the
1: It's not, it's not a diss. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I just know from from experience and being submerged in that culture, right? You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like. You can't, you can't really talk to me about it. No, I get it. Yeah. I get yeah. it a hundred
0: percent, man, a hundred percent. So let's go back to uh, after wine days. Now, so at this time, you're running with Craig Mack,
1: right? Yeah, me. And, so me, Craig Mack, me, Craig Mack was one of my best friends in high school. Okay. So when I when I first moved to Long Island, he was actually one of the first people that I met, okay. and we met on some on some kind of beefed out shit. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. How,
0: how, like get on that. Now, so
1: up? I mean, he just kind of tried to play me in front of. I had I had two stepsisters and this other girl that lived down the block. Her name was Millie. Yeah. And uh, so me and the three of them walk up to uh, walk up to Brentwood Park, and we kind of off from the basketball court. I kind of want to play, but I don't want to play because I don't want to get sweaty because I'm trying to holler at Millie, right? Gotcha. So we just kind of watching or whatever, and something happens, and somehow Craig ends up over by me, and he say some slick shit. And you know, I'm I'm from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like right. I said, I got kicked out of high school. It wasn't for uh, no reason. Uh, right, right. So he said something slick. And I was just kind of like, you know, I'll smash this cat. Like, but my my sisters kind of oh, knew yeah, the yeah. deal. They was like, if you get in a fight with this dude, they all going to jump on it's you. Gonna it's going to be a problem. Bad. Right. So I was just like, all right, cool. And then it actually turned out like um, we became really close, you know what I mean? And, and I, you know, he 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 know he well, he knew the story, but I had told him the story later on down the line like you remember the first time you ever met me and he was right. like "Nah, i don't even remember i was uh, like yeah snap. but once you know the type of guy that he was right you know that was just that was just him
0: yeah i was just talking to this uh just the other day i was talking to some guys from new york about that and they were talking about like the new york culture and atmosphere and like just the feel of, and everything yeah. being there and stuff and then we got into talking about like how dudes will talk to each other out there right and i was like right. that was my first like real shock when i was in new york wasn't mm-hmm. the way that they were talking to people, but like the way that they were like directly talking at you. Right. That I was like, like you right. just said, I'm from Detroit, yeah. and I was like instantly, I was like, words are coming out of people's mouth, and I was like, oh, we're about to fight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, you know, yeah. if you say that, right. we're fighting, right? right. And they're like, nah, it's New York, man. We yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they,
1: they, the, the speeches, and, and you know, this is, this is again, you know, as, as students of hip hop, you know what I mean? Like hip hop is, a, is an aggressive. Yeah, music yeah for sure so so the kids that that listen to hip-hop they speak aggressively not right. necessarily you know trying to antagonize you or anything but the speech is real it's it's direct yeah you know it's, yeah yeah it's direct they don't really pull a lot of punches and it can be misconstrued if you don't really know the person right for you sure know what I mean for sure so, but like I said once once I got to know him and you know I mean he was Sweetest dude, man. Like, yeah, I mean he was an asshole, no doubt. You know, I'm I'm the first one to say that. Yeah. You know, my man 50 grand. You know. So him, Diamond J, Diamond J is uh, he was he was Craig Mack's first DJ, produced his first single, and he was EPMD's first DJ. Man. Diamond J is like my brother to the to the end. Um Eric Sermon. Extra cool, man. you know what I mean. So you know like, those yeah, guys pretty yeah, well, yeah, though, Yes, right? yeah. So when they when they come to town, man, I always get the call. Oh, you know. Man. Most of the time, if I can make it, out If I can make it, I'm always going right. because I appreciate them. You know, that, t- still my favorites, them. man. You know, I mean, like because I was only in. Here's the thing, man. Like I was only in Brentwood for like two and a half years. I right. went in the middle of tenth grade.
0: I mean, you landed right on time. Yeah.
1: So I was only there for two and a half years. So. It was kind of like, I kind of thought that Brentwood would forget me. You know what I mean? Sure. Not, you know, sure. not that, not that I'm insignificant, but right. I mean, these cats had real, real history. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, like the last time EPMD was here, I didn't make it, but they had like Bernard Alexander, who's uh, Eric, who was always their their manager. He he's one of my boys, Diamond okay. J, my boy Derek Pickens. You know, like they all rolled down at the same time. And when Jay told him, he was like, yo, I think I think Grant might be coming. And he he called me and he was like, yo, all these cats is like, yo, like, dude, you got to come down, B. And it just so happened. I had to work that day. So I couldn't make it. You got. But I was like, man, I was like, man, if I had known that Bernard and Derek and everybody was there. I mean, these is all cats that I ran with, played ball. with, You know, but
0: here's the thing, too. Like people who are listening to this right now might be like. Well, you're crazy. You get to go and hang out with those guys for the night and they're doing a show and whatnot. And then you're like, I got to work. But that just goes to show like the genuine real of what you're talking about. Like, that's yeah. I'll tell you, are with those guys? That's just another yeah, day. Yeah. Them, that's, you know?
1: I mean, they they my people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So. So, yeah, I want to see them, but also have a family to provide for. Yeah. So I can't just, you know, I can't just see right, right. the scene. No, and, right. You know, so, you know, but, they you know, they, they supposed to be here November 3rd. So I'll probably get the call. Is it going
0: to be at Shane? Is that?
1: No, I think they're at the music hall. Okay. November 3rd.
0: Man, if I was in town, I'd be at that for sure, man. So that was like when my wife gave me the tickets for the show, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like I appreciate Public Enemy. I like their Mm -hmm. catalog and stuff. And then Flav was going to be there and they don't perform together too much. So I was like, that'll be really cool to see with the Mm -hmm. live band. You got to see that. But for me. It was absolutely epmd and mob deep i yeah. was like oh my god i gotta yeah. see them oh man you look, know what i mean
1: so the best you know i so i used to road manage for craig mac after you know once he once he got his I bad boy know deal. That either, so yeah yeah so once he got his deal with bad boy um he called me i was i was in dc at the time because I, yeah. I had went to howard and me and some friends of mine opened a business it folded and then I end up getting into City Wings. Cause City Wings is not my original idea, but right, right. some other cast that I know. So I ended up working at City Wings. I got into it and they invited me to be a partner. So one day Craig calls me and he's like, Yo, I need you to see the world with me. You know, let's let's go do it. Yeah. So it was it was close to Thanksgiving. So I rode up there for Thanksgiving. He showed me the red carpet treatment, you know, had the limo come get me at the nice. at the airport with my name on the little placard or nice. whatever. You know, gets Limo, go to the crib. Limo takes me to his house. You know, we go to we go to Bad Boy immediately. Daddy's house, you know, Puff's Charity is having an event. Crazy, right? So we go to, oh, man, it's, it's ridiculous. At the Apollo, um, Flavor in Your Ear remix was hot. Oh, yeah. Right? Yo, so yeah. we at the Apollo, and, like, everybody is there. You right. know, they don't know that it's going to go down like this, but everybody is there. Biggie's there. Busta. Damn. L rampage. Uh, just these, to be in the room. Oh uh, man, these dudes tore the Apollo down. Man. I mean, it was ridiculous. That's so, got to
0: be like one of the greatest memories oh, you dude,
1: have, man. I mean, it's it's the best the best two years of my life, man. Yeah, is, yeah. Is that right there, man? You know, and and and, you know, because I'm on the road with my boys, DJ Four Five, my boy, my man Kenyon is Four or Five, and then my boy yeah. Rudy was the hype man, Craig Mack. You know so the four of us is on the road we see in the world on other people's dimes living in you know staying in nice hotels yeah and eating, right you know i mean it's honeys for everybody i mean it was, it was ridiculous for, huh? for, for a 20 25 year old dude it's the best life ever yeah right you know right so yeah
0: and like you said though that only being in brentwood for the two and a half years and thinking like those guys would forget you and they obviously didn't not only forget you but they bring you with them um honestly that says a lot about you man because you're a genuine dude people well, yeah. don't tend to forget you when they meet right. you you know like how long has it been since we talked and it was just yeah, like let's yeah, get together right. boom yeah <laughs> Absolutely. you know what i mean you're a genuine dude i think people appreciate yeah, that. yeah well man. thank you man i appreciate it you always did speak uh, your mind you know oh what I mean? and yeah and that's something that i appreciate you yeah know?
1: you know people people in my life man people have never held their tongue with me so right i'm just not that kind of guy my yeah, mom's yeah. is a gangster my pops is like the nicest, funniest dude in the world, but right. he kind of a gangster too. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just cut from Nate Claw. Yeah, yeah. And no, they I get they, it, man. they the realest people too. Right. You know. Well so, those
0: are the people that I always enjoyed hanging out with and, you know, I feel like that I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, because oh, absolutely. Because we all get along that way because I don't like being around fake people, man. Right. You know what right. I mean?
1: And and that's the thing, man. Like it's not a it's not a lot of people that I would even you know, sit down and have this conversation with you know, not that sure, I'm sure. not that I'm anybody. No, I you know get what I'm that. saying. I but, get that. But when you call, it's like shit. Mike Wilson, oh, I appreciate yeah, let's that, get it. man. I
0: appreciate that. It's been a while, man. 18 yeah. years ago, we did that academy. Yeah, and that was a yeah. trip.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it was it, a life changing experience. Man. It was, man. You know, man. And, and you know, it, it's one of the things that that bonded us. And even though we're not necessarily in regular contact, yeah, you know we still know each other from that experience and that experience just kind of changed our lives, you know, in a lot of ways, the same way our lives changed. I mean, our lives are really, our lives really parallel one another. You know, if you think about it, you know, you're doing your thing in Cali and you know, me here and you know, it's all it's you know, the fire department is there, but you know, it ain't necessarily, you know, it ain't the top priority right right you know because it's your job it is kind of it is a priority but love it always
0: loved it will always live and breathe it it'll always be my family um you know i i you know what i mean like it's everything to me but it wasn't the only thing to me right
1: you can't be on the fire department if you're not right that kind of way right you know there's some dudes but but yeah (laughs) right you know but there's some there's some other things man that that like, bigger and better things that we wanted to move on to. This, yeah, yeah. The fire department was not an aspiration in as sure. much as it was just an opportunity. Sure. You right. know, we had other bigger things that we were trying to aspire to. Right. And, you know, we both living it out, man. Yeah. And there's and a lot that's of guys
0: blessing. on the job. Uh, there's some haters, but there's a, oh, there, yeah. a majority of the dudes on a job so supportive, man. Oh, like, yeah. I can't believe yeah, no the love doubt. I get from guys just like that little tiny thing I did on Detroiters last week. Like guys are right. coming out of the woodworks right. and do your thing. And, man, the guys mm-hmm. are great. It's the family people can't understand. Yeah,
1: man. yeah. It's, it's different, man. Like the firefighter life is it's one of a kind. You know, the, the camaraderie. I mean, it's, it's really when you live with a dude for 24 hours – Three four times a month. Yeah, man. You really get to know that guy. Yeah, you, you know, do. You see him at his at his highs and his lows. Best and you know, worst. Right, right. Yep. So you so yep. you know that that those are bonds, man. That you can't you can't really break them. Yeah. You know? No, you so, can't at all. Yeah. But
0: one thing you don't uh, do when you're working for the fire department in Detroit is uh, travel all over the damn place on a tour. Right. So let's hit that up. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, touring, man, is is obviously... So I was was Craig's road manager for a while. I took over for another friend of mine. His name was Gene Smith. Okay. And uh, Craig and Gene had some sort of falling out, so that's when Craig gives me the call. And uh, I come... You know, I get Gene's blessing, and we do the thing. So, I mean, being on tour... Is probably one of the greatest experiences that you can have, because like I said, you're turning, you're you're seeing the world on somebody else's dime. Yeah. You're not, you know, not like the military where you're in combat, but you actually just kind of experiencing the best that the city has to offer wherever you oh, go. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you could so They're if you're in it L.A. You. Right. If you're in L.A. or Miami or you know Texas or you know wherever you are they yeah. kind of rolling out the red carpet for you. You know, you're hitting the radio stations. You're seeing the best of the best, everything, because they want you. They want you to enjoy yourself because those promoters, they rely on you to come back. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when they, when they, they want to show you a good time so that when they call you again, you're like, oh, that's such and such. Absolutely. From, that's such and such Absolutely. from Houston. You yeah. know, he showed us love last time, so we're going to definitely get back down there and we might even give him a discount kind of deal. Right, right. You know, so, it's you know, it's all kind of one hand washes the other. Yeah. And like I said, man, it was just the greatest experience, man. I met so many people right. I've seen. It's hard for me really to go to concerts now, like and sit in the audience. I believe it. Because it's not. It's not the same, you right. know. The proximity is different. You know, when you when you when you side stage, man. Yeah, yeah. And you get to see Dougie you can't hitting go that back. harmonica, bro. I, yeah. I don't know if you ever seen Dougie hitting his didn't harmonica, do no, like doing do the beatbox and doing the harmonica piece. Uh-uh. Bruh, it's the most phenomenal thing ever. I have seen Doug rock a show and didn't spit one lyric of a song that he wrote.
0: That's now see people these new kids they can't understand. Yeah, that. Oh, mm, they can't understand nah, that. Nah, you nah. know?
1: He didn't he didn't spit one line. He did do he did do Lottie Dottie, but the audience did all the lyrics of course. Right, right. But everything else that he did I mean, was just playing old school music, playing yeah. TV theme shows, TV show theme songs. I mean, yeah. it was just
0: just that alone like that is a whole different feel of like what music in that era was to go to a concert and to be so on that everybody know, is so on to your stuff that you don't even have to say one lyric to your song. They do it while right. you do your thing. Could you right. imagine going to like Amigo show and, and them doing that? No. But
1: see, but see, this is see uh, it's different. It's not now. You you're coming into some of the differences between then and now. Sure. See, they're the greatest entertainer, you know, Dougie Fresh's moniker, but he was not the only entertainer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Run yeah. DMC had an awesome show. Houdini oh, had man. an awesome show. You know, um, UTFO, Rock Kim. You know, I mean, these yeah. people actually put on shows. They had dancers. Big Daddy Kane was right, one of the best, right. and still, yeah. If you go see Kane, Kane still dancing. Curtis Blow, he break dances. Yeah, oh, I saw his show. I saw his yeah, deal. Absolutely. I couldn't believe it. His, and, at his age, what he yeah, was doing, I couldn't and he's believe it. doing it. You know, doing common, that. common break at his shows. Oh, I would love to see yeah. that. So, so I mean, you yeah. know, a group like the Roots. That's actually that actually has a band and is and is yeah. really doing it, and not only has a band, but has one of the one of the alien MCs out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's you know, it's certain MCs. We we all human. Certain dudes do right. things, and yeah, they yeah. they just yeah inhuman yeah. alien oh, dudes. Oh for sure, Reek is one of those kind of dudes. Yeah, but it's not a lot of entertainment value, man. And I think one of the things that's missing, you know, is the when you introduce money into a situation, yeah. a lot of times you get you get culture vultures, you know, that just yep. come in and they want they want the bread, they want to get a piece they of just, that pie. They just want to get a piece. So when I listen to a cat on the mic and I hear him just talking like we're talking right now, yeah, where he's you know he's telling me you know the obvious lyrics, how many people you killed and who you right, shot right, and right. how many broads you right, got right, and what kind right. of cars. But you just talking to me like this, like you're not you not projecting it to me. You're not yeah. trying to make me believe it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I just can't get with I that. I can't either. That's you know my understand? biggest
0: thing, man. Like my son is now my is 14 and he's into a lot of this newer stuff. Yeah. And I got to school him all the time. Like I'll put it on and it's a lot of it is this really repetitive like. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, i yeah, in the same damn word. It's three damn time. It's, yeah. And that's just the same repetitive stuff. And I'm like, he ain't, he ain't even telling you about nothing. He ain't right. telling you any kind of story. It ain't real or genuine, any of right. it. And then I'll throw on some old stuff and I'll be like, Now nah, listen to this dude's verse won't be three seconds long repetitive <laughs> right. bullshit. He'll right. he'll go on and, on and on and then he'll listen to it and be like,
1: Oh yeah, man. And yeah. I'll be like, Yeah. Yeah. But see, there's a I mean, there's a lot of things, man, that, that change the culture. Once once, you know, Pro Tools and, and the the computer you know, people had computers in their houses, you know, yeah. on their phones even. Yeah you know, everybody was able to make a video. You know, once once everybody has a voice, you know, not to be not to be on any kind of bullshit, or nothing, oh, yeah. but everybody don't really deserve, deserve to be heard. Yes, you know I,
0: mean? I couldn't agree with you more. And that's across the board. That's not only in hip hop. That's across the board in entertainment right now. Right. The fact that these computers and phones have put the ability for anybody to have the seed in their head that they're worth listening to or watching. Right. Is right. I mean, judge me however you want to judge me, but disagree with me or don't. It's obnoxious. man. Right. Yeah. It's obnoxious. And, yeah.
1: And it started even with social media. Oh, you man. know, every every thought that you have is not broadcast worthy. It's not. You know, I mean, I get it, you know, and and I understand that this stuff is not for me necessarily. Like I'm not on Snapchat or Instagram yeah, right, or none right. of that. You know, I do have a Facebook page, but I haven't posted anything on my Facebook page sure. in probably three years. Right. But I keep it alive for the business. So. Right. You know, I I get that this stuff is not for me and and I, and this is not me. I'm not trying to bash the new cats in hip hop, you know. No, there's some good a lot news. of new cats oh, some real good that good I news. love. Yeah. You know, Nick Grant, you know, Nick Grant is probably my favorite, yeah. not just because his his last name is Grant. Right, but, right. You know, Nick Grant is really a beast lyrically. It's this it's this cat named uh named Stally that I really really like. I you got to put yeah, me on to some yeah, of that he, when we're done. Uh, here. I think he's out of Chicago, but Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of new cats, man, that I really yeah. like, but they don't get to play. You know what I mean? And that's and yeah. the seismic shift in radio. You right. know, when radio stations used to be independently owned. Yeah. Now Radio One or Clear Channel owns them all. Everything, man. So they Everything. have a they have these right. 50 songs that they could play for the course of the day. Right. Right. And there's no leeway. There's no there's no electrifying mojo, yeah. you know, to break like here. Mojo broke Prince.
0: Yeah, yeah. You right, know, there's right, no, right.
1: there's no mojo. There's no. No, there's not. There's no like when I was when I was living on Long Island. My Fridays and Saturdays, me and Craig would always spend Friday and Saturday at one of one of our cribs recording the Rap Attack. It was a Rap Attack on BLS and a Rap Attack on yeah, Kiss. That's nine to, nine to midnight. Chuck Chill Out was on Friday. DJ Red Alert cool, was on Saturday. Chuck Chill yeah, Out. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. Kiss. And then Marley Mall and Mr. Magic was, was Friday and Saturday man. on BLS. And we would record both shows. Now, we didn't have a forethought to save any tapes.
2: Oh. You know, we would just, just record I was just about over. to ask you, yeah, man. Like, Damn.
1: I mean, it was a cat that used to come on 89.1. His name was P. Fine on Tuesdays that we could get out on Long Island. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, like, the first time I heard, like, Kid and Play. The first man, right. time I heard Yo Bum Rush the Show was on P. Fine's show. Oh, man. You know, I mean – there's no, there's none of that anymore. No, I can't even you know? imagine
0: that though. That, like to be in the room and, and to like hear that for the first time. Oh, dude. Before it's really something.
1: Man, look. So so Wednesday Wednesday mornings in school, like me and Craig, we would just kind of recap the whole P Fine show. Right. You know what I mean? When you when you hear Dougie Fresh, you know when you hear when you start hearing this new music from these cats. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like and 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 the P Fine show was actually a lot of it was kind of was demos you know they it wasn't necessarily even the finished version of the song a lot of them right. were demos and i mean you heard them on on this show and it was just like man these dudes are these dudes is really doing it with hip-hop right, right. and that was where that was when i kind of really got the inspiration to even start rapping craig was already rapping and had just been trying to get me to do it with him yeah so when i started hearing these cats i was like man i could do that and i started writing rhymes too so right. me and craig was you know we was trying to be a group it didn't really work out for us yeah. i ended up going to college and then he got a deal right right so you know i mean it's it what it is of, that's yeah. life man you yeah. know what i mean but like i said man you don't have anybody breaking breaking artists you know what i mean we we're told who who the artist is going to be yeah you know it's not it's not so much a oh a, absolutely a feel. absolutely yeah it's all absolutely. about what they give
0: you you can't have like i would say man, hip-hop Hip hop can be a little different than mainstream like uh, pop and rock and stuff, but I would say like maybe even in hip hop, a dude like Biz nowadays would mm-hmm. be like, I can't put you on TV. Right.
1: right. And that's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and but R and B is the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh I y- mean, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you now now you have the video is more important than the audio. Yeah. It's the look, yeah. In in, in these days yeah. and times. Yeah. So someone
0: like Aretha Franklin will get passed right. up in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah. yeah. For Ariana. And absolutely. not, you know, not, not hating not on Rihanna, her, but, but yeah. I mean, I'm saying she Aretha telling, Franklin right. is the GOAT. Right. So how could you pass on Aretha yeah. because she looks... The music industry
0: look. missing a lot of stuff yeah, right yeah, now, Yeah, absolutely, man. And, I, it's, and it's funny because within all this shit in society right now on our social media stuff like they preach this individuality, right? Right. Like be your own self right. and all this bullshit. Yeah. But they just keep churning out the same shit for yeah, us. You can't be an individual, be yourself and be successful if you ain't a nine out of ten on a look scale.
1: Right. Well they well they they telling you what your self should be though. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the whole thing. It's not yeah. so much that these cats are not trying to be individuals. They don't know how to be They individuals. don't know how to. Yeah. You know, there's no just think about this, man. You, you're looking at a generation of kids that have never put a puzzle together. So the thinking process, the, the thought process behind putting a puzzle together, that's that's a, a learning tool like how to use right. your brain. Right. These cats ain't never done that. Everything has been right at their fingertips yep. on a on a cell yep. phone or a tablet or whatever. Yep. So there's really, there's not a lot of not that they not that they're unintelligent. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. that at all. No, no. But They've I'm saying never, right. they, don't, they don't understand how to think.
0: They don't understand the thought process right. of putting it together. Right. on your, Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I had that same talk with my son a lot. I look at like they just play all these little games on their phone and stuff. And I'm like, they've dumbed it down for all of you so much that right. like old Nintendo games are more difficult than the shit you're doing right. on your cell phone. Absolutely. And then you feel like a winner when you're playing tap the bird. <laughs> and all you're doing is tapping the screen <laughs> and the thing is jumping and you win. Right. Like Every game they play, it's just tap, 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 win, tap, <laughs> right. tap, right. tap, win. And it's right. like, oh, I'm the greatest at everything. Why yeah, wouldn't they absolutely. feel like that?
2: Yeah. And
1: it's, it's, all, it's all ego. It's just stuff oh, to man. boost the ego. Man. Right. It's, but it's not real. It's no, not real. It's
0: not real at all, yeah. man. Yeah. So, at all.
1: And that's where we are, man, like as as a society, I just, you know, I don't know. That's, that's just kind of my, my two cents about nah, it. No, well,
0: I agree with you as usual. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's going to be a whole lot of disagree this week. I disagree with you. I don't. I'll tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a lot of agree. Right. Know?
0: So now the tour you were on, did you guys go overseas or like who was on the yeah. card well, and all we did, that?
1: No, we didn't, we didn't do like a tour tour. We did more spot dates.
0: Right, which are way cooler. Right,
1: yeah. So we would go, you know, I would be, I would be on Long Island for, you know, three days or four days. And then I'd be out of town for the next three or four days, you know, just depending on how it broke down, you know? So we would, let's say we got a show in, in Jackson, Mississippi, you know, which we, so we go to Jack, we fly to Jackson on Friday, right? We do a show there probably two nights, you know, we might, but we, it might be Jackson and then, you know, another, another city in Mississippi, not necessarily in the same place, yeah. but we would always try to get two dates, if we were out for a weekend, so if we went to Virginia, we might right, go right. to we might go to North Carolina. Got gotcha. you, and then fly back. Right, you know. So it was it was that kind of deal. So, I mean, but we, I mean, we've been on on the show with Mob Deep, like I said, Dougie, <laughs> um, Biggie, of course. Um, you did I some mean, shows. Some, some Biggie did some
0: shows that you were
1: on, like yeah, that you were yeah, working yeah. with. Well, oh, the, man, I, I've seen Biggie a lot. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? Or I had seen Biggie a lot. But you know, Biggie Man is one of one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Well, know? if and not the, yeah, I mean, and it's just seeing um, somebody coming to his own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Big wasn't really he wasn't that smooth cat. Like if you see him on on the party and bullshit, you know, with the bandanas kind of on his on his like Tupac kind of thing. Right. You know, um, that transformation, man, was really—it was really something to see. You know what yeah. I mean? Like to see him come out of that stuff and get into the, into the more dapper, you know, kind of suits and being a player and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah it, it To was, actually be nice. there and witness yeah. like
0: the evolution of the yeah, greatest nice, has got to be crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, man.
1: And then you know, from from my vantage point, you know, my artist was not receptive to a lot of what puff wanted to do oh really yeah yeah he just he oh. just wasn't receptive to it now puff is a marketing genius i actually went to howard with puff yes and
0: um way you guys went to school together yeah man a yeah. whole circle is tight yeah man. so
1: so it was funny like when the first time he saw me with craig me and puff we didn't really like each other but the first time he saw me with craig he was like what are you doing here and i was like well this is my man and he okay. was like, "Oh, okay," and just kind of brushed it off. But then, when I became his role manager, he was, you know, kind of had to deal with me at that. Right, point. right. And we we kind of became cool. Right. But he had a partner in Bad Boy at the time. His name was Kurt Burrows, who I really got to know, and yeah. I, I like Kurt Burrows a lot. But um, you know, Craig was not, Puff was not his cup of tea. But sure, I thing, can see that. My thing to Craig was, look, he don't have to be your cup of tea, dude. Right. Like he's your meal ticket. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever this dude tells you, and I'm telling you as a person, I'm, I'm telling you it's your man and not his man. Like, do what he say. You know, right, he right. gonna he gonna take us to the promised land, b. Yeah. But when once you, you get there, do what yeah. you want to do. But let's but, get you know, there. I, yeah. And you know, earlier I said Craig's kind of an asshole. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I
0: mean, that kind of goes hand to hand with people that are um, really artistic and talented, right. and they, right. you know, there's a different mindset they, right. to the extremely talented yeah. folks and the they people wanted, that they get their the business. Way.
1: They yeah. want they have their vision and you know yeah, yeah. we're both kind of the same way. They have their vision, they want it that way, and yeah. if they can get it that way, That's they they're gonna do it. Yeah, right. and it's it's tough to no, make a compromise. That. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. I get it too. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, so we we did we did a lot of spot dates, man. Um like I said, man, I've seen I hadn't seen and been with some of everybody, you know, like I mean we That's did crazy. We did uh when Lawrence Phillips remember Lawrence Phillips yeah, yeah. when he got drafted, we did his signing party. In L.A. Oh, that you know had to have I mean? been crazy because yeah. Lawrence was crazy. Yeah, Lawrence was a nut, man. Yeah. And I, like, I liked him, too. Yeah. But it was funny, man. Like, after I met him, he had bad people around him. Oh, you... I, like, just kind of leeches sure. kind of people. And I told him, I was like, L, oh, you need to get some new people, man. Yeah. And I, I, I gave him my info. I was like, dude, if you need to talk, man, just call me. But, I mean, I kind of knew that he wasn't going to call me. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, my uncle's... Asked me about about Lawrence Phillips when I got back, and I was like, "Whatever they tell you, he did, he did it,
0: and probably more."
2: <laughs> right, right,
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we did stuff. We did stuff like that. Like we did the Soul Train Awards. Oh man, um, we did the Essence Awards, um, the the inaugural Essence Awards with Halle Berry and Sinbad oh, hosting. Oh man, so I actually Sinbad got to Sinbad is meet, one of
0: my favorites in
1: comedy. Yeah, man. well, Halle Berry is one of my favorites uh, in life, and <laughs> yeah. I actually met Halle Berry. That's crazy, and like, dude. I, I had to shoot my shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. How'd yeah. that go? How'd <laughs> so, that go? So we we side stage, right? Craig goes out on stage and okay. he's doing his thing and um Hallie comes up and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this woman is as fine oh, in real life as she is in the movies. Like yeah. no makeup, no nothing. And I'm like, man, I'm kinda I'm kinda watching Craig, but I'm kinda watching her and I'm like, damn, I gotta say something. Sure. So I go over there and I say I say, excuse me, I say you are absolutely beautiful and she just kind of you know i mean she's heard, her heard it before right right and i'm like no you're not you're not understanding what i'm saying you are the most beautiful woman i've seen in my life and she just kind of laughs and i say I, you know david justice they had recently yeah right, got divorced. right i said yeah you know it's funny i heard about your divorce and i hope that you're happy and i hope that he's miserable She laughed. That's good. She laughed and she touched my arm. You know, when they they touch my arm to me, I got them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we started chatting it up or whatever. And she says, why don't you come over here? I'm about to watch on the monitor. So I'm like, all right, cool. But out of the corner of my eye is Shantae Moore. Okay. Who's also fine as frog hair. And I'm like,
0: yeah, you can't. I'm greedy.
1: Yeah. I went over to Shantae Moore. You're getting greedy in this moment. It's hilarious (laughs) to me. I go over to Shantae Moore, tell her, you know, You're gorgeous, I love your music, blah, blah, blah. And then I go to head back, but her, P- Hallie's people, then gathered her up oh, and she man. gone. Yeah. Dog yeah. with a bone looking yeah. in the mirror, so man. Craig, so Craig is watching this. Like, I mean, this whole thing transpires in like two yeah, or three yeah. minutes.
0: He's a bastard.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He comes off stage and he was like, dude, didn't I see you talking to Hallie? And he was, I was like, yeah. And I told him what happened. He was like, dude, yeah. You stupid. <laughs>
2: That, that was
0: but it. you know what, though? In a in a smaller world, that would have been the play. Yeah. Because then yeah. she would have been like, oh, he ain't even really interested in me. And she would have came after you. But they're just on another right. level. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's, in a regular-ass bar, you probably would have married her off that right. bit. Yeah, you know? man. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. crazy. That's hilarious, man. So that kind of wraps up. And then, like, at what point – do you start getting out of that, or guys are moving in different directions, or that goes on for a while?
1: Yeah, we well, it, I was only uh, I road managed for about two years, and uh, so we we did the we did a, everything that we could do with his first album, and we trying to we waiting on beats for his second album, and it just right. never it just never really materializes. Oh it's man, what, and we were all what, waiting for it. What Puff gives him, he doesn't like um we getting beats from other people puffed on like those so it's just kind of a kind of a beef situation and uh the 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 long the short story is is you know craig got kicked like he got kicked off a bad boy right and then he ended up going out to cali well okay i wasn't going out to cali nah you know what i mean and you know not no dish to cali but i mean i don't i don't live in cali right you know what right I mean? and who knows what's gonna happen out there yeah. with quote unquote bad boy west with eric b and right right i'm right. not i just wasn't getting into that but, right right um like i say after he after he got kicked off bad boy you know i just went back to dc and got back into the wing business okay and right here we are now right still in the wing right.
0: business, right and then like for him to go out west like really i mean i could see that not being a fit with his sound and you know it
1: didn't work you know the the whole thing the whole thing was just it was a bad it was a bad situation the way that it came about you know his the whole thing with bad boy the way that that thing transpired was horrible um it just it was just all bad yeah i mean like it 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 went downhill so quickly That there was no, you couldn't stop. Once the momentum got going, it was like you couldn't stop. You know, when when you start questioning money, and trying to go over people's heads, like we had a meeting. We popped up on Clive Davis, so Bad Boy was Arista, was Arista label. Okay. Clive Davis was the head of Arista. Okay. So one day I get a call from Craig Mack and Alvin Tony, who Alvin Tony was his manager. I'm his road manager. Right. So. They call me one day, and they like, yo, we we going to go out to, to the city. And I say, all right, cool. So, you know, what are we going out to the city for? Right. And they say, we going to Clive Davis. We're going to talk about this contract. So Craig had, had me. He wanted to get a lawyer oh, to read man. his contract to find out why he wasn't making any money. Okay. So I was like, well, you know, just give me the doc. You know what I mean? I can read it. You know, I'm not a lawyer, but right, right. I can read, and I understand words. I got a dictionary. I can kind of make sense of it. So... In, in a standard industry contract, everything is recoupable. So every video, every right. piece of clothing, every limo ride, everything that you do as an artist that the, that the company pays for, all that stuff is recoupable by the company from, from your royalties and everything. Right, right. Okay. So once we once we determine that, it's like, okay, well, I got to get out of this contract. So this is how this Clive Davis meeting comes about. Okay. So... We get on the train, and I'm telling Alvin and Craig, I'm like, dude, this is the worst idea ever. Like, yeah, I don't, sounds I don't, like not I don't a good even idea. I don't want to go, dude. And they, they, like, force me to go. So we get to Clive Davis's office. Clive Davis, you know, he got the big mahogany desk. Right, right. Desk oh, yeah. Sweet chair. Raised up chair, yeah. so he's looking down at yeah, you the whole yeah. time. He got a your... couple of chairs in front of his desk, and then he got a couch, like, right by the door. Craig and Alvin... Sit in the chairs, and I'm sitting damn near on the edge of the couch, like almost out the door. Out the door <laughs> right, 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 right. So Clive is gracious, you know, what can I do for you? You know, he knows who Craig is. What can I do for you? Craig goes into this spiel about how he's getting jerked or whatever. And, you know, Clive listens, and then he pretty much says, You're not my artist. Don't ever come to me with this bullshit again. Get the fuck out. Right. Right. So we out the door. When we get on the elevator to go downstairs, I say, now, you know that he's on the phone calling Puff right no now, doubt. giving him an earful. So we go from Arista to Bad Boy. As soon as we come in the door of Bad Boy, when you walk in the door at Bad Boy at the time, um, Puff's office was to the left. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Burrell's office was to the Right. Okay. Alvin and Craig go to Puff's office. Kirk calls me into his office and he says he's like laughing. He's like, what did you what did y'all do? Right. right. And I said, dude. And I told him what happened. He said, man, you might as well go back to D.C. right now. Yeah. He said, your mans will never record on Bad Boy again. He said, you know, Clive called immediately. I said, I know. He said, it's over. So you might as well go back to D.C.
0: It's a bad move, and then, man.
1: right. So then, it just kind of from that point, you know, the snowball was out of control. Craig didn't know what to do. Right. You know, he got a call from Eric B. You know, Suge Knight. We had we had met Suge Knight at the Soul Train Awards, and Suge kind of hollered at him a little bit. Right. Right. You know, so it was all kinds of things going on that he probably could have done. Bed. You don't right. want to get in yeah. there. It's it was all going kinds bad of to worse. Now, yeah. 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 He could have done a lot in California, man, but none of it was what we did. You know what I mean? I mean, we ain't, we, we wasn't, we ain't street cats, man. You know, we, we from Long Island, bro. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, not that we, we won't, you know, do what we got to do, but I'm just saying we ain't, we ain't built like that. Right. Right. So when, when you start talking about Suge Knight and, you know, I mean, Eric B is a reputable, you know, kind of gangsterish kind of dude. When you start dealing with them kind of cats, man, I'm out.
0: You thought your contract yeah. was bad before. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I mean? Now yeah. you're doing this shit for free. Yeah, contract might
1: be on your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I was just out, man.
0: That's a bummer, too, man, because yeah. when his first album came out, oh, man, man, it was look like I was in high school at the time. So, like, uh, you know, like, growing up in Detroit, you know, in the 80s mm-hmm. and the 90s, I mean, you're a hip hop kid, man. And right. that, that's it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and especially that era of late 80s, early 90s, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like. Boom, you know, and then when it hit mid 90s, so anything that came out, right. anything, because right. you didn't have you didn't have what they have nowadays. You could hear a song and then just go get that song. Right.
1: Right. You heard a track. Yeah.
0: You had to go buy the album. Yeah. Yeah. So On
1: Tuesdays when albums came out, yep.
0: you had to be down at the record store mm-hmm. and you had to buy, you know, the CD by the 90s. Right. Um, but you, you had to buy the whole album. So you right. just got a whole album. Yeah. Whereas people yeah. don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and I remember when his came out. Man, we were all like, "This is you know what I mean." Yeah.
1: But see, th- again, this is one of the things when you introduce money. So now it's not yeah. about it's not about the album like it like it used to be. Now right. it's about the hit single, right? And then we'll fill in the rest, you know, right. with, with whatever we have. But we need to get that hit single. Yeah. Whereas before it was you know Public Enemy's albums were concepts. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it, right. it was you know Biz did concept albums. Right. Even. You know, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. I mean, he, all all them cats, man, they made complete albums. Right. You know, maybe because we grew up in the era yeah, of 8-track. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm 48. So maybe okay. because I grew up in the era of 8-track where, where you had to listen to the, the whole, whole thing. thing. There was right. no fast forward right, in the 8-track. Right. No. So maybe for that reason, we just were more conscious of how the whole thing sounds on a whole. Yeah. Now, it's not... You know, there was no maxi singles or singles or whatever, you know. I mean, you could have
0: had back then you could have had a song that would probably be a classic nowadays, not make an album because it didn't fit the feel of the rest of the album. Absolutely. Like case in point is um, Mob Deep the Infamous when they released the 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you checked it out, but they added tracks to it. Right. And some of the tracks that they added that were cut from the original Uh album from kids who were 19 20 years old at the time like uh they got Ghostface face on it they got rage yeah, on it they got yeah. a bunch of woo guys on right. there and they're cutting they, those
1: tracks from yeah. their album <laughs> yeah that shit blew my mind yeah they but and they were dope tracks though oh, that's that's the thing about it like yeah, they were like the 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 throwaway tracks were yeah. better yeah than a lot of stuff lot that of was school. coming up right. on right. other stuff yeah, right.
2: yeah like, you, i would
0: have loved to have been a fly in the room when those guys who were kids at the time, when my people were telling these guys from movies hey, that we're cutting that song for right. the album, right.
2: what?
1: Right. <laughs> that would you be see? crazy, man. Yeah, man. Like, it's it's you know, like I said, man. It's just a different. It's just a different time, man. Music is consumed differently, and, yep. and not only music, but all entertainment. Yeah, It's consumed differently. You know, people don't watch football games the same way like when when Nielsen ratings are down well people not necessarily looking at it on their tv right you know they're looking at it it on on their phone on the tablet on the computer whatever yeah you know I mean they might be at the bar everybody's watching uh like NFL the where you get all the games or whatever yeah yeah yeah. the direct I don't know I don't know how that is with Nielsen ratings so it's a lot of ways to consume right you know what I mean where so the ratings may be down but it don't mean that people are not watching or yeah. not listening. It's right. just that they're watching and listening in, different ways. in a different way. And we way still that haven't, you caught haven't up really... with how to track it yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: That's exactly it. It's a, that's the thing is like, and it, it also cracks me up how all these super, super, like people will refer to us as old heads because I'm 41, but I mean real old heads. These 67-year-olds right. that are running these networks and things, mm-hmm. and they don't get it and they won't change, right. man.
1: Right. But but see, the, 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 the key is... You supposed to hire. You supposed to right. bring in right. some new blood. That's what it's all about. You have to even one of the one of the best things at the Soul Train Awards actually. We are in the room. LL is in the room. LL is talking about, you know, we Biggie's in the room, me, Craig, bunch of cats and LL. And LL is talking to Biggie and Craig and he's like, "Yeah." Both of y'all doing real good right now. You know, you got the hot singles, blah, blah, blah. He said, but let me tell you this. He said, the the true test, man, is when you down and you got to come back up and then you down again. They sleeping on you and you got to come back up. You know, it was one of the realest conversations that I ever heard. And the only way that you can stay up is to bring in that new blood. blood. You know, it's only so much. I'm kind of locked into my era. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I get that. So so like in in it's hard to stay as an artist on that level. No. Yeah. But as an executive in a business, you're supposed to be bringing in young cats that can constantly keep you on top. Right. Right. You know, it just seems like a no brainer to me. But I don't know that that people actually do it.
0: Yeah. You would think so. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's crazy that what you were just telling me about ll talking to those guys and saying that because one of the things i wanted to get into you uh with we're going to get into some other stuff favorites and things like that but this would be a perfect time let's jump ahead um i was going to talk about favorite comeback albums you know? Mm. And for me, yeah. you just brought it up and yeah. I was like, the I don't think it's even disagree with me or don't. It's hands down. There's no argument the greatest comeback album of all time yeah. is Mama said Knock yeah. You Out.
1: It's, it's, it's not, even a, it's not it's, even a question.
0: Yeah, it's arguably yeah. one of the greatest hip hop albums yeah. of all time. Absolutely. Beginning to end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Know? LL man, let me tell you something. LL is is and always will be yeah. one of the top five MCs. Like Easy. L is L will still roast the cat easily you know what i mean you see like every still, once in a
0: while when he just drops in on stuff yeah, and you're
1: like if you he's not it's hard to stay it's hard to stay motivated when right, you're on the top right, right right you know what i mean when yeah. every when you eating steak every day yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, like right. like what's i mean what's what's better right. than this right. I, I need to i need to i mean this is just where i am yeah yeah you know Absolutely. what i mean and, well, and nobody's nobody's doing it like this no you know and he's got it he's
0: He's very smart in a Jerry Seinfeld type of way as like to back off doing the yeah. music so yeah. full time uh-huh. when he did. It's Absolutely. like I can't like everything I'm like, I'm the goat right now. Yeah. man. like to yeah. keep doing this was going to be yeah. not worth my time yeah. or my legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you need me to do it, I'll show you how it's done. But I don't need to keep doing right. this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Very far, smart. Because
1: As far as comeback albums, man, you can't. No. You don't get any better than, than Mama Said Knock You Out. No. It, it doesn't get any better. The only better one
0: that. that comes to mind to me, just because it's a personal favorite of mine, is Back in Business. Yeah. When EPMD came back yeah, with back, back in Business. Business. I dope. mean, that thing hits from beginning uh, to end. That's one of my favorite right. albums. Yeah. You know, so that's a great one for me, too. hmm You know? Yeah.
1: I think, uh, and I don't, I don't know it, that it would be necessarily a comeback album, but Supreme Clientele from Ghostface. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, after cuz his first album was Iron Man, the second album was Bulletproof Wallets, I think you might be right. I, I don't and know. And then and then Supreme Clientele. Yeah. And Supreme Clientele man is is Yeah. I it's mean, great. it's it's classic.
0: It's classic yeah, along yeah. the lines of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's something, you know, you put it on it takes you yeah, back yeah, into that right. era mm-hmm. and it hits it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's a great album. It's a great album. What would be your What's your favorite album of all time?
1: My favorite album all time, Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Yeah. Yeah, that's Great Adventures one, of man. Slick Man. Like Slick, everybody knows Children's. Story. Listen, Slick Rick man is, phew, I mean, head and shoulders man. Like, so many cats have his style now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they they don't even they don't even recognize know. They don't it. Don't that even whole know it. any of that chopper that chopper style that you hear, that's all Slick Rick. The whole storytelling. I mean, he's the goat at storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just being real witty and and using two yeah. or three tracks to to get his, you know, to using separate voices and everything. Yeah, he was changing it back then. Yeah, as slick, he was Rick, doing slick Rick was phenomenal, man. Yeah, and that's If a you great listen album, to man. that, if you listen to that Great Adventures, of slick album, man. Yeah. It's it's to me, it's undeniable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, A Nation of Millions, obviously. The Chronic, obviously. Crying, you know, yeah, there's there's some one, albums that are just. One. That are just up yeah, there. Supreme clientele, like I said. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some albums that are just really, really good yeah, albums. Yeah. But for my money, yep. Great Adventures is yep. slick.
0: For me, it's it just always, since the first time I've heard it, has been my album is Mob Deep. Yeah, infamous. yeah, I know. The Infamous <laughs> is know. my album, man. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, that wouldn't make a I lot mean, of people's list, But for me, I just, I put that on and it's yeah. just beginning to I end. Mean, it's, it's, it's so but East
1: Coast. There's so many, there's so many albums, and not not, like Main Source Breaking Adams is one okay. of my favorite LPs, man. Like I still listen to Main Source Breaking Adams. I gotta Adams. dig into that one oh, a little man. more. Oh man, Breaking Adams is is a classic album from beginning to end. Okay. You know, it's no, it's nothing in there that's not great. All right. You I'm know, Lars Professor one. doing on the production. You know, Surf Scratch, Surf Surf Scratch and K Cut. I mean, the, the blend of those dudes was just phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a lot of there's a lot of old school albums like Critical Beatdown by Ultra Mags is one of my favorite. Ultra Magnetic MCs. Right. One of my favorite albums because I love Cool Keith, who's probably. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. my he's my underdog, you know, like most underrated MC. Yeah. Is probably Cool Keith. OK. Because, I mean, I'm gonna just say it. Andre 3000 just stole his whole style. You know, the, everything, Andres, everything. Yeah. And I love Dre, you know, yeah, yeah. not 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 a diss. Yeah, no, he's, one you know, of my he, yeah, he stole from he stole from one of the greats. Yeah, he picked you know, it I up. ain't mad at that. You know, no,
0: well, that's that's the game. You yeah. know, I, certain things are like stealing and then certain other things are like you can tell he was extremely influenced, influenced by right, that. Like right. when he listened to that, he was like, oh, man, this speaks yeah, to me. Yeah, this is yeah, how yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah.
2: I'll, I'll go it. there. Yeah,
1: yeah he, he does. does a he good does. good
0: service. Now there's a lot of other casts that do that. They're, they're stealing and stuff. But as far as Andre, I would say, man, you could tell he's extremely influenced by that, and he does it service. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. He does. Yeah,
1: man. Cool Keith. Like I said, he's he's probably my most underrated MC. Um, it's yeah. it's so many it's so many albums, man. Like when I when I really start to think about it, like Red Man, the what?
0: Oh man, that album is you know, so good.
1: I mean come on dude. that album is so you good know, that's
0: one of the top five yeah. albums for me yeah that i mean and he's definitely on my list when and, anybody asks me and
1: you know not 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 to be a homer but strictly business unfinished business business as usual oh, epmd all, always every you know one of them
0: they're i mean they're they're on my list of like the most underrated hip-hop like i'll talk oh, to yeah, hip-hop heads yeah. and be like, oh, i've heard of them i'm yeah. like can't even listen to anything are you <laughs> right. out of your mind yeah like but but that's but that's but that's,
1: that's again same thing. It's, yeah. it's There's no where where would they hear? I mean, short of riding in my car or right. coming to my house, where would they? Right, where, right. where would where would somebody hear Ultramagnetic? Right. You know, where yeah, would no. they? Where would they right. hear uh, Main Source? Yeah. Where would they hear? You know, leaders of the new school. Uh, right. right. Where would they hear that? Right. There's no. There's no. I mean, unless you have satellite radio and you listen to the old school hip hop channel. Yeah. There's no venue for them. No, there's no right. medium. N- no, there's not. Know, yeah, there's not. So, so how would they know? Yeah, then
0: you're right about that, you man. Know, like, like in the way, like what you were saying earlier about how, like the radio stations don't play it. I don't get that either because they just play all new stuff. But kids ain't consuming the radio anymore. Right. They're on their devices, right. picking their music off Amazon Music. And stuff. Right. So it's guys like you and me that jump in the car and surf right. through the stations. Yeah. Why are they not playing so what you, we want? So hear. you
1: would think. You would think that somebody from radio would say, hey, you know what? Right. I got a bunch of 40, 50 year olds that are listening to me now. I mean, kids are probably listening like right after school, maybe. Yeah. You know, in the morning, you know, the parents probably had a radio on. So they're listening in when they're in the car with their parents, they may be listening to the radio. Right. Other than that, they listening to whatever device they consume their music on. Right. So radio should be catered to a different demographic. It should yeah. be catered to, you know, people between like thirty-five and sixty that are really listening, that's the to, people listening, that are listening to the radio.
0: To it. You would think, I mean, <clears> you would think, but then they got some kind of survey that they've done where they're trying to get right. us to listen to that stuff, so they're pushing it at like, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't, even yeah.
2: you know,
1: yeah, it. But I mean, like I said, if short of riding in my car, where are they gonna hear it? Right, you know, where are they exactly. gonna hear DOS Effects?
0: Exactly, where are you gonna get it? Right. I was just recently in Vegas and. I ran into the 7 Eleven to get some beers and shit, right? And then I walked out the door and I'm waiting on my Uber to go meet up with my cousin. And this dude pulled in in a Challenger, windows down, you know, and he's got his radio blasting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He got to pump some gas, right? Right. And he was playing uh, Richter scale. Oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, just, it was yeah. Just oh, ending. man. It was just ending, yeah. and I was like, that's kind of what You don't hear that anymore, and I kind of looked at him. Right. And then the next song came on, and he was playing Keep It Moving. Uh-huh. And I just was like, my man. Yeah. He looked over at me, and I put my fist in the air, pumped it. He looked at me like yeah. I was crazy. He was like,
1: what the fuck is this dude, man? I was like, keep it yeah. playing, man. Yeah, man. It, you know? Like I said, it's just, it's just different, man. You know, yeah. it's way the, different. Yeah, the, the Delta Funky Homo Sapiens and yep. WC in the wife, Mad Circle. Man, my
0: wife could tell you right now, like my wife, she don't know a whole lot about um, hip-hop and stuff you know like she likes it and all that but even my wife all the time i'll just be walking around the house going mr davelina oh dude one, she'd be like well, yeah. you, why are you saying that well, i don't even know what that is is." <laughs> just be yeah saying. it's classic man <laughs> it and, is. And,
1: and and this this is stuff man that's that's out there for people to get you know i you know i just recently learned you can't even get de la de la soul you no. can't get a lot of their catalog yeah. digitally yeah. So so, how does how does De La Soul, yeah. arguably, one of the, one of the yeah, top yeah. five groups ever? Yeah, ain't no arguably about no, it. They they're one of the top, groups, they're yeah, the top five groups. They're top five. One no of doubt. the top five, no doubt. How how do they have no reference who, point? Who are their people? Right. Who are
0: their people that refuse to sell to Amazon right. or whatever? Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it's some contract stuff. You know, yeah. I, I kind of heard a little bit about oh, it. Oh, yeah? yeah, like what? Yeah, I heard um, like uh, Tommy Boy. A lot of, I think it had a, uh, had something to do with a lot of the samples in their first couple of albums oh, hadn't okay. been really cleared. Oh, you know, so weren't yeah. Things. It was kind of side side door deals and or they whatever. Won extra money on yeah. Top, so so sure. people want extra bread and you know it, it's just kind of it's kind of been difficult. Ca- but, it'll cost yeah, them to even yeah, do it. Yeah, right, yeah. right.
0: Okay, I can understand that. I so, can
1: understand but that. I mean, I'm saying though. Three feet high and rising yep. and De La Soul is dead yep. Yep. are two of the greatest albums ever. Oh, you know, fantastic I, mean, albums. I mean we say everything is we say a lot of stuff is part of the is probably the greatest, but I'm gonna say in, in the top one hundred, yes, both of those would be there.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. In hundred both of those would be there. Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah.
1: So how can that have no place if if, if you if you talking about people that consume their music digitally?
0: Yeah. They have no reference to it. No, I got you. You know what they recently just added on Amazon that had me? Now, it's, you know, dealer's choice, whatever your flavor is. Right. But they just put Cool C's I Gotta Habit whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember playing that from (laughs) beginning to end. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cool C from Philly. I couldn't find it forever because of his situation. And Uh they they just executed him and shit. Right. And... I couldn't find it forever. No one would have it. And it just popped up on Amazon and I was mm-hmm. playing it the whole way.
1: Oh, yeah, man. man. Yeah. I gotta yeah, have I mean, it as a re- that's a great track. Yeah, man. Stuff like that, man. Like yeah. this, there's, there's it's just not out there. It's you not. know, and, and, and just special. The, Ed's
0: another one. You can't yeah, get oh, any man, of it. Look, any of it. It just popped up too,
1: on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Oh, I, gotta, I didn't mean I to cut you off, then. but
0: that just sparked my. Like, yeah. Special because Ed just hit because you.
1: Youngest in Charge is, is a dope, dope out. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's a dope album, man. But like I say, man, if if it's not digital, how are these young kids going to consume it? Right. So you have there, there has to be some sort of medium where they can get it, you know, and even right. even on the satellite radio hip hop, old school hip hop station. They probably have a 200 song list.
0: Right. They seem to be playing more yeah. like mainstream mid 90s, right. late 90s. Yeah. hip Well,
1: I mean, as as the years go by. Yeah more stuff becomes old school. Right. So then the older right. stuff kind of gets lost right. in the sauce. You need an older you know station I mean? right. now. Right. right. So now 95 is is old school now. Yeah. So 85 is kind of out the door. Out the door. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's just.
0: We need to bring back Napster. That's what we need to do. Right. Start just <laughs> pirating shit. <in> <laughs> right. I don't know if that'll go well for us. But, okay, so let's let's do this then. Give me your top five, but now I'm going to tell you this before we get into this. Um, I forget where I even heard it. I think I was on Sirius listening to Shade or Five. They were doing this show. I can't even give credit to who said it first, but I thought it was the most genius thing. They were talking about starting fives, top fives, mm-hmm. and they were interviewing somebody. And, I'm, man, I apologize. I can't remember who it was. But he said, listen, before we even get into this, let's just make the conversation interesting and let's take Big and Pac off the table. Like, okay. put them up top. Call them one, two. Whatever you want to argue about that later, let's take them off the table. Then give me your five, mm-hmm. and I'll see where you land. Okay, and I thought that was really smart. Yeah, you know? well, neither one
1: of them would be in my top five. Oh man, there you go. Yeah, neither one. I, Pac
0: wouldn't be in mine. Yeah, I'd have Biggie, and
1: I, and I love Biggie, but yeah. Biggie's not. He wouldn't be yeah. in my top People five. People always curse well, me. Well, let me let me let me say this. F- to be in my top five, there has to be some criteria. Okay, right. Let's it, it, it can't just be it can't just be who's because if I say top five to somebody, that's just their favorite five MCs. Right. Right. So what's the criteria? OK, so to be in my top five, if you're a solo artist, you got to have five albums. OK. Biggie's disqualified. OK. Because He don't have five. Albums. OK. Ghostface, however, has five. I got you. You know, my one of my one of my favorites, Slick Rick. Yeah. Don't have 5 don't have five. Okay. Yeah. So, he, so he's disqualified. I'm Jay-Z, looking at mine
0: right now. I'm wondering how many of my people are going to be out. But Jay-Z does. <laughs> yeah, Jay-Z does. So,
1: you know, my top five, I would probably say The Roots, Tariq, is up there. Okay. You know, um, so Black Thought, Ghostface, Jay-Z, Nas, Rakim.
0: Rakim. Okay.
1: Yeah. Those five. All right. Would be would be my top five. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how many albums he has, but I think he has five. If I had to, if if I had an honorable mention, it would probably be Big Daddy Kane. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah.
0: He's got to have five, yeah. right? If yeah. Yeah. I imagine four, he's yeah. got to yeah, be right on four the four he He's got to be right on the cusp. Man. Yeah.
1: But see now, see it's see albums didn't come out the way that they do now. Right. You know what I mean? Like no. like when 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 Kane and when Kane and them was making records. Yeah. It wasn't, it was an album maybe a year, year and a half, year and a quarter. And
0: it's exactly what you brought up before because back then, to put an album out, you had to put 10 hits on it. You might have two or three that were fillers, but you had to have 10 hits. So it was tough to put together 50 hits and do five albums. Whereas nowadays, you, on an album, you only need one hit and mm-hmm. the rest is filler and they buy yeah. it and then you need one hit and do another one and then one hit and do another, you know what I mean? Right. So these guys nowadays, they could have like 10 albums, but you really only got five or six tracks I right. know. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean?
1: Absolutely. So. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard question. It's a it, hard question, but I, I like that you put criteria I think criteria there has to be it. some criteria yes. to it. Yes. It's not just my favorite guys because my, right. my, who I think is the best with pen and paper is not necessarily on right. my list. Right. Right you know, who I think is the best with pen and paper is Pharrell Munch. He's good, man. Oh, dude. Ridiculous.
0: He's good, man. Not yeah. as a regular in mind. Get the fuck yeah. up as one of the regulars <laughs> yeah. in Oh, my, man.
1: I like, this, this dude said in 1991 one of the best verses that I've ever heard to this day. Yeah. It's on a song called uh, Prisoners of War. And, it like... Starts out, wake up to the mathematics of an erratic rap rejuvenator around the sort of comatotic poetical medical medicine from the cerebellum. I mean, it just—I gotta get—I gotta dude, check that one out. The dude is just ridiculous with it.
0: There's so many people that are gonna listen to this <laughs> that are gonna be peeling through music. Amazon yeah. ought to pay us for this right, right now because right. I'm telling absolutely. you, there's so many yeah, nuggets absolutely. being dropped right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So yeah, who, who would you put on as a six man? Who would you grab as a six? man? Uh,
1: like I said, uh, six man. I'm thinking five albums did I say who did I say I said Jay-Z I said Ghost I said yeah. Nas I said Rakim I said Black Thought so L LL. okay yeah
0: I was gonna see if you were gonna yeah. get him in on it yeah. right. I don't know if my list is gonna live up to your five albums I think it does I think everybody on my list got five albums and in no particular order I got mm-hmm. I also have Rakim I also have Nas I think you said Nas mm-hmm. I got I, I got Jay-Z which a lot of people yeah. I don't know why a lot of people dog on that putting them in your top five I mean Listen, I know he's bigger than the whole thing now, so they right. kind of exclude him, like he doesn't have his—I don't know—his street cred or whatever anymore. Right. But that's bullshit to me because he's—he's good lyrically. His beats are good. His album catalog's ridiculous. Right. How can he not be right. in the top five?
1: And again, it's—it's it's what are you talking? Are you talking? So, if, so for you to exclude Jay Z, let's let's yeah, let's what go there. So me, what what how what are you excluding him on? Are you excluding yeah. him on lyrics? Right. No, you're not. Are you excluding him on beats? No, you're not. No. Are you excluding him on record sales? No, no you're not. No, you're not. Are you excluding him on influence on the culture? No, no you're, you're not. not. So so what's the criteria I, exactly. for you to exclude Jay-Z from any top yeah. five argument? Yeah.
0: Now, see, I just want you to know right now I'm stealing that from you. The <laughs> yeah. next time somebody brings this <laughs> shit up, I'm stealing <laughs> that from you. <laughs> I'm going to say, tell me why he's out.
1: Right. Yeah, it has to be something. Yeah. It, can't,
0: it can't just be I don't like him. Right. It can't be. Yeah, it can't be I don't like them because I'm not asking you yeah.
1: for your favorites. I'm asking yeah. you for the top.
0: Yeah. I mean, when Reasonable Doubt came out, he was, he was kind of a nobody. Oh, dude. But that yeah. album.
1: Dude.
0: I had that one. I played that one nonstop, Dude. Man.
1: Reasonable you know? Doubt came out in 95. Yeah. People don't know about it, man. When, I, when we would go on the road, man, it's like a few albums that I would take religiously. Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Right. I would take Stevie Wonder Intervisions. I would take Organized Confusion, Distress Agenda. Okay. I would take Jay Z Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Those man. four albums were going with me everywhere. Yeah, you can throw them on and just right. You know what I mean? Reasonable Doubt. Let me tell you something. When this dude, if he if he's not the goat, yeah, if he's not the greatest rapper of all time, well, he's the greatest. He's the
0: greatest hip hop artist of all time, right. no doubt. Okay, right. No doubt.
1: Now, now lyrically there there may be some better. Right. There's not many though. Not
0: many though. He's great. So
1: so when this dude and, and this is this is what I tell people. Listen to the the single for Dead Presidents. Yeah. And then listen to the remix that has completely different lyrics to Dead Presidents. And then tell me that there's somebody better than this cat yeah that's a great way you can you can tell me that there's somebody and i'm not going to argue that but those two that single for him to flip that single the way that he did i mean he didn't even change the music there's no there's no change in the beat that was a different
0: way to do a remix yeah and
1: he did it yeah just straight lyrics different come on yeah that's a great way to put
0: it people gotta check that out
1: yeah man that's that's
0: well rounding out Rounding out my top five, though, I got LL in there. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's one of my favorites, no yeah, doubt. Man. And I got Eminem in there, man. Oh yeah, I got yeah, Eminem in there. He you just, can't sleep on him. I mean, he may. I mean, he's easily in the argument. If you were to go the other way, like I said, like greatest on the mic.
1: Oh yeah, of all time. Pin yeah. mean, and paper do it, no man. question. I mean, so so the the album that I would pay to he, that I would pay to make. Yeah. Eminem, Chino XL, and Pharaoh Match on the mic oh man i would pay, pay to make i would record. pay to make that record you because gotta
0: get that going man because
1: those three on the mic chino xl for all of his chino xl is a beast yeah lyrically yeah
0: you can't well it's, you can't deny it but a yeah. lot of people don't know a lot of people, yeah. don't, lot know of, lot of people don't know him.
1: Him. yeah but i mean he don't had a, he don't have the albums so right but, but chino xl Faro manch eminem <laughs> i, would I, I would I would put good money up I would put money the, in on to, that. to see that album coming through. We're going to
0: get a Kickstarter going and see if we can get enough money together <laughs> yeah. at DWMOD yeah. just to get them to do one track. <laughs> yeah, just to get them I'm to in. Do one track. I'm in.
2: You
1: know.
0: Well, listen. All right. For fun, because we're going to get into fantasy football in a minute, because you and okay. I have been yeah, in yeah. that for twenty yeah, years no together. Um, but let's do this list fantasy football style. So let's let's do a draft.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh,
0: and but real quick, my sixth man was Red Man. Oh, my sixth yeah, man yeah, is red man. Yeah, that's my um, guy. He's my six man yeah. all day. Um, let's do it draft style. You go ahead and get first pick, and the criteria is you're drafting six guys Okay. to make one track. You're drafting six guys to make one track.
1: Am, I, am I drafting a producer, too? Y-
0: yes. You got me. That was going to be my backdoor secret at the end. You got me.
1: <laughs> okay, so so I'm drafting I'm drafting six guys.
0: You're drafting six guys to put together one track.
1: One track. Yep. Jesus Christ. Right. So you go ahead, you'll get first pick.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: <laughs> that's it's tough, right? Wow, that's crazy. It's tough yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean? Okay. Uh my first pick is my first pick is LL. Okay. My That's first a great pick is first LL pick
0: because anybody to just lay down one verse on a track is L- fire.
1: Cuz LL LL's voice is yep. LL got one of the best voices in hip hop. Milky he yep. can rhyme over anything. Oh, he comes on the mic and everybody right. knows yeah. him. So my my first pick is LL. Yeah,
0: you got me on that one, man. Oh, damn. I was going to grab him. All right. I'll then I'll go I'll take him. I'll take him.
1: Okay. My uh mm, I'm going to take Black Thought. Okay. All right.
0: Um, I'm going to go with Jay-Z next. Yeah. Just yeah. for the selling factor and the pop factor. And you that. can handle the producer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I'm well, not see, even
0: spending a pick on a producer now.
1: No. See, I'm <laughs> I'm about to spend a pick on a producer, and it's going to be DJ Premier.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. This is going to be just like fantasy football then, because I was waiting for everybody to take the kickers, and now that <laughs> you took your kicker, I'm going to go ahead and grab Jay Dilla.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, um, so man, can I can I now. go? Okay, okay, I'm gonna go. Nate dog. Oh man, that's like because I I, 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 I got I gotta hit that I gotta get that hook right. Oh, I man, get the you hook just right. killed
0: it! I didn't even think about that one. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Damn! All right, um, I'm gonna go for one more grab on a guy that can he can. And in a project like this, he'll light up a verse and everybody will recognize him when he comes on and he's good lyrically. I'll go with Lil Wayne. I'll put Mm -hmm. Lil Wayne on my track.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to, I'm going for the backup kicker. Okay. Who also gets on the mic. Um, That's going to be Pete Rock.
0: Oh, oh. Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's SP Yeah,
0: man. All right. You're going to have me between him and Nate Dogg and your track. It ain't going to matter, the lyrics, by the time you're done. Yeah, right. All right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab a guy out of nowhere that I like who I think is really underrated. And if you stick him in the middle of the track, he'll bring some, he'll bring some real uh, uh, credibility and fire to it and then pass it off to the next guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab Jadacus.
1: Oh, Okay, good, good, good. Because I'm going to grab the same kind of guy, actually. Yeah. And my guy's is, is local, Royce. Oh yes, man! Yeah. I love Royce. Oh man. man, look. Damn, I love Royce. Royce is my guy. Yeah. I love him to death. That's a great pick yeah. too. Yeah. Damn. That's um, that's a close. That's close. Yeah. It's gonna be close.
0: And then on my last one, I'll take Andre.
1: I'll take yeah, Andre yeah, to yeah.
0: drop one verse. He, you know, because he'll put the splash yeah, of creativity he, he, but and artistic you know what? in it.
1: You know what? He can Nate dog the track too. He that's could. That's the thing about he it. He could. I didn't even yeah, think of that. Yeah, You're right. Dre. Dre's He's a, a super pick. Double threat. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, so
0: another Kickstarter going to get going for both of us to make these tracks. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, guys. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> that would be awesome. Man, man, I would love that. That would be great, man. All right, so we covered your favorite comeback album. Give me give me an album that, like, from our era, or, like, 80s, 90s-ish, that you think is completely underrated.
1: Completely underrated. So this, this is saying from the critics and from the people? Yeah, yeah. Because I think main, main source, Breaking Atoms, might have been, like, a four and a half it might have been 5 stars.
0: Yeah. Um, but I would give that. You could put that one out there because like a lot of people don't know it. It yeah, didn't get a lot yeah. of splash, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's
1: that's one. That would probably be a good that's one. That's one. Um but because I said that already, I'm not I'm not going to use that one again. Um underrated <laughs> underrated album. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say, wow, what am I going to say? Yes, I, got so many, I got so many things running I'll through my head. I'll throw
0: one at you. I got two on my list, just to keep it short. Uh, number one on my list is DOC. Ooh. The DOC. Oh, wow, bruh.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You did that it right album there.
0: That was, I mean, beginning to end.
1: You did it right there. Especially if you had the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: A lot of people uh, don't know it. A lot of people don't really yeah, D- give it this, any kind of credit.
1: Look, the, DO, the DOC is... He is one of the greats, man. He it's was legit. Like what happened to him was a tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, the formula album was. Oh my God. Beginning Ridiculous. Yeah. That's one of my I favorite could, albums. That's I, in my top yeah. five. I can remember standing as, in Sam Goody, like outside of Sam Goody, waiting, yeah. waiting, waiting on Tuesday it. for that album to come out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. That one could, I mean, that one could jump in as a soundtrack to your fucking childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. But we'll get back to soundtrack, but.
1: All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to probably go West Coast, and I'm going to am gonna use Delta Funky Homo Sapien.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's another um,
1: dude. What was the name of his first album? Pissing yeah. on You? It wasn't Pissing on Your Steps, but <sighs> Pissing no, on Your I Steps, Mr. Dobelina. Mr. Davulina. uh I can't remember I can't the name. Was the name it, of it? I can't remember the name of that album. But that yeah. album with uh.
0: And just for the record, for for people who are listening to us to bring you up to speed, uh, back in the day, the name of your album wasn't one of the tracks most times. <laughs> right, right. So that's why sometimes you struggle to remember yeah. the names. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It it might have been Ring the Alarm or something like Maybe that.
0: Something like that. I can't. But remember. Yeah, but yeah, that that's about. that's, that's an
1: underrated that album to me. Yeah. You know, um, the one because it, it's the one that he did with the Lynch Mob. When uh cause yeah, Ice Cube on it, yeah. on a track. Yeah, I mean it's a album. The album is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you say, Mr. Dabalina, man, is, is one of That's the That's a great album. It's one of the hardest joints, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Dobelina is, is, is it's man, dope. It I mean it's, it's a head. funny song, man, yeah. but it's dope.
0: My wife hates it. I'll tell you that right now. She's never heard it. She's never heard it. I'm going to tell you that right now. My other yeah. one uh, that I think is completely underrated. I always talk about this with my man, Jake Russell, when we talk hip hop, uh, who I bumped into when I was back home. And my mm-hmm. man walked in the party with the Mob Deep Hennessy jersey from the nice. video on. Nice. I was like, he, I wore this for you. I said, man, it was awesome. But um, AZ's do or die.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What happened to that dude, man? man. He was good. But
1: you, you know what, AZ, is he was, he was still making music, man, up until like recently. He was still making music, but He's I mean- You never
0: heard any of it. But it's,
1: the, the stuff doesn't, it doesn't come out like that, man. It, it just yeah. doesn't come out like that.
0: I mean, Sugar Hill, baby, that was the jam, man.
1: So yeah, it was. So I would say my, my, my number two Slept On album, even though it's, it's critically acclaimed as one of the greatest lyrical albums, Yes, yeah. It it doesn't get the pub, but Liquid Swords by the Genius. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Liquid Sword. Liquid yeah, yeah. Swords. Man is is. Yep. One of my favorites. That
0: came out my junior year of high school, and I got um, tasked with putting together the warm up music for the basketball team. Nice. You know what I mean? Because I was captain. I was like, okay, I'm picking it right. Mm-hmm. And that album had just came out. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the track that was on there can't again the names of the songs yeah escape mm-hmm. your shit but i one of the songs that was on there was the one i put first on there and we came out and we were we were going <laughs> and the coach walked right over to the damn <laughs> tape and he was like what in <laughs> the boom he turned it off so damn fast yes I was sir like, oh man
1: yeah 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 man the genius the genius did his thing yeah, on that's, that a, album, man. Man. that's yeah, a great yeah, album yeah that's a great album man yeah those would be my two um those would be my two underrated lps and i'm sure you know if I had, you know, time, yeah,
2: to, time think to think about, about it, would yeah, come up yeah, some better yeah, ones. Yeah, it's off the top. But right, right.
1: Yeah, because that's special ed, man. Special Ed, yep. Youngest in Charge is, Yep, yeah. It's right up there. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad it's out there for That's a great, and the
0: sophomore album is just as good. Yeah. Um, I can't the the remember. Mission. The mission was. It mission wasn't was called The single. Mission, though. It was, I forget the name of the album, but legal. The Mission was, it was on there. Legal. You're right. Legal. Yep. It had The Mission on there. Um, man, there was so many good yeah, songs on yeah, there. They it just was. got that one on Amazon, too. You can check that one nice. out later. Yeah. So, like, this before we jump into the sports, one last thing I wanted to get with you, because, man, reminiscing hip-hop is awesome. Um, give me just a couple of albums. Let's, and here's the criteria. You close your eyes, and you're back hanging out in high school or college, a party, whatever, and you can just hear what's playing in the background. And it's pretty much always songs off of these couple albums like these albums would always be playing in their entirety at Mm -hmm. a party yeah you know okay for me first out of the gates would be snoop dogg's doggy style Mm -hmm. always playing
1: right so again from brentwood first out of the gate would probably be um criminal minded okay because the bridge is over south bronx you know when i was in high school you know the whole the whole bridge is over um bridge is over is probably one of my one of my favorite songs yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean just the way chris broke it down man is is ridiculous yeah yeah. and i mean the track is hot right you know but you know between that south bronx poetry you know at any party that i went to in high school yeah some of that was playing yeah
0: now and here's where our age difference is gonna come a little bit into play here because, like, when I was in high school, it was like ninety-two to ninety-six. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you would have been like eighty-eight. Yeah, to I graduated 90. eighty-seven. Oh, you graduated eighty-seven. Yeah. Okay, so you would have been early yeah. to mid-eighty. So I'm, I'm 80, okay. 83 to eighty-seven. Okay. So yeah, they're gonna be quite a bit yeah. different then. Okay, yeah. All right. but
1: I mean, just figure I didn't I didn't start really going to parties until like tenth, eleventh grade. Right. Right. So that's 86, 87. Yeah, so, and that's when it's on fire. Yeah, criminal minded. Criminal. Um, yeah. Yeah uh paid paid in full album paid in full beginning yeah. to end. Yeah. i could see that mm-hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely. i mean that, those those are those are like soundtracks to my life man um yeah yeah a lot of you know hip-hop back then there was a lot of singles you know a right. lot lot of a right, right. lot of people had singles and didn't have albums so like biz had had music out right you know kid and play had music out um and like when I'm when I'm listening to music and I hear those kind of tracks, yeah, it always takes me right back, right back, you know, That's right back saying. to Any being in high school. I hear off of that
0: Doggy Style yeah. album, I'm right back in high school mm-hmm. at some party, man. Yeah, man. That one or um, the Chronic, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah One yeah. or two in college. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't easily. escape the Chronic. Easily, and then probably 80 aliens Oh yeah, that was yeah, always on in the background. Uh huh. Because that was probably came out like my junior senior year. Of yeah, high man.
1: School. Outcast. You know. Outcast was just bananas, man like yeah. their, their whole yeah they came in man and just like took over everything yeah yeah you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. like audio visual i mean they they were they they were the total package man oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. them two dudes are are different they're different enough but they're still similar yep. enough that yep. it works yep. you know what i mean oh
0: like, yeah they oh and but the thing is like um What's the word i'm looking for here like they they acknowledge that right that's the greatness of it like they don't try to meld together they play that um Mm -hmm. you know for lack of a better term black and white night and day you know what i'm saying yeah the yin and yang play that so great Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's what makes them special yeah man my favorite probably my favorite verses of theirs is off of something that's not that old when they did the remix when unc did that remix to walk it out i don't Uh know if you're familiar with it yeah that first verse that Andre does in there about I rappers nowadays and shit, go back and listen. I'm gonna, to have, that. To, I'm gonna have to listening in. Is just that uh? Like, oh my god! Is man. that
1: where he says um?
0: He talks about their cars a, and how they're yeah. made out of metal and his yeah. were made out of metal, not yeah. plastic. Uh-huh. In your t-shirt, take that thing yeah. three sizes yeah. down yeah. Yeah. and make uh-huh. it. like he kills yeah. it, man. Yeah. Dre is dope, man. End, Big Boy comes in at the end and he smokes it. I mean, that's probably yeah. The Big dope, man. Yeah, and yeah.
1: and that's the thing, man. Like, it's a lot of MCs, man, that are that are really really talented lyrically. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I personally, I just think that if if you coming up in this era, it's easier for you to be to it's easier for you to be a dope lyricist if yep. you want to be. Yep. Because the track is already laid. Yep. You know, but I mean, when you look when you look back, man, and you talk about like. A Melly Mel, you know, a right, right. uh, 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 Grandmaster Caz. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you start talking real about those school. kind of cats, like real old school, real old school, that were ridiculously wicked with the pen. Cool Modi. I mean, people think they know Cool Modi from from How You Like Me Now and all right, that right. shit. Wow, wow, wow! Cool D Mo Mo yeah, is right. a beast on Back the mic, the day, bro. Yeah, yeah, like a beast. Yep. Like cats don't want it with him. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's got a rep for that. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. You, you don't want it with Cool Mo D, man. And, and that's the thing, man. Like when you when you listen to those kind of cats, man, and you get inspired by them, it's easy to kind of take it to the next level.
2: Right. You know, but right, they, right. they
1: didn't have anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's why I no, respect yeah. those kind of cats that's so an much. That's excellent point you make. Yeah. They didn't have anybody. They just they they did it on the fly. They were making this shit up. Yeah. They they did it on the fly.
0: That's an excellent point, man. Let that one sink in for me. You're right. They didn't have any influence to look back on. They were making this shit up.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's an excellent point. It's it's like and that like I said, that's that's why to me that there should be some there should be some homage to those kind of cats, you know, even even on the radio or. Video shows yeah. or whatever, there there, there has be. to be some sort of homage, and I'm be. not talking about like hip hop honors is cool, you know, right, stuff right. like that is cool. But I'm saying on a on a daily basis, there needs to be some reference to that, you know, to yeah. to the greatness of them dudes. There does. No, you're right about that. You're so, right about that. There ain't
0: enough homage paid to them guys. You're right yeah. about that. Yeah. So you're right about that. Well. Man, we could go on and on for another yeah, hour and oh a half dude, on some hip hop. Dude, shit I'm, I'm just getting long. lathered up. Right. We're just getting started, right? <laughs> we could do this. We're definitely going to have to do another one of these. Um, but let's jump into the fantasy football. Oh, man. yeah. Well, yeah. Let's my, get second, to the my second part. passion. Right. Uh, you know, and, and he's serious about that because this dude is all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I love fantasy football. we started league man. when we were in the academy yeah. 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a. My favorite way to do fantasy, I won't do it any other way, really. Okay. outside of with my family is doing this keeper league like we do because right. I mean, basically, I've owned a franchise for eighteen years. It's right. so much more fun. Yeah. Oh, trading man. draft picks and yeah, seeing exactly. where you need to draft. It. Exactly. I'm not taking Saquon because I already got four backs that right. are young and good, mm-hmm. and I need a, what I need is a quarterback because I lost right. mine. You know, <laughs> what I, it's so yeah. different. Yeah. You know yeah it's, what I mean? it's a different thought
1: process. It man. is completely. like It's you know, it's not. It's not. Because you you invested and in that you invested in right. what you've been building for the last eighteen years right so this is this is our nineteenth season this our right nineteenth
0: season come, now how many yeah. dudes are original are still in it just you and me right.
1: Yeah, me, you, was, was Horace original? I wanna No, say- he wasn't
0: in our class, Horace, was he? Yeah, Horace is in our class. I don't think he was originally he wasn't in, in our group, fantasy though. football.
1: Nah, because it started out with just dudes in our group, I want to say.
0: I think so. It might have been a couple dudes from other groups, yeah. but I think it was. I think me, you and I yeah, are the I think only me two me original the last two. franchises. Yeah, yeah. Have you won the Super Bowl? Yes. I have not. Yes. I'm the Lions and the Browns of the same <laughs> thing. I have not. I yeah, got man. there it's- once and lost, and I made it to the semis twice.
1: Yeah, cuz I think I I won it. I won it once. So, I'm not okay. I'm not far from you. Well, still <laughs> though, man. it's yeah. not easy to win because yeah, just so not. people
0: know who are listening, in our league, there are two divisions like NFC AFC. Right, right. There's right? 24 teams There's total. 24 total yeah, teams. So, thing, so, so, so
1: you competing against 12 teams on a daily basis right. and then the two team the two winners of each league play each other for the Super right. Bowl. So,
0: so just to break that down for people, um, the only time you draft, you know, our leagues draft separately, the divisions right. draft separately, so nobody has the same players in your league right. and you only play people from your league. But in the Super Bowl, you could be up against some of the same players.
1: Right. And that's that's usually how that's it cool. works. Yeah. You know, if, if two guys are in the Super Bowl, like last year, I think they both had Todd Gurley. Right. I think they, they actually, they had two or three players that were the well, same. The
0: Eagles, right? Right. The they Eagles, had a probably, I think. Some yeah, they both had yeah, a Jaya maybe. Yeah. But yeah, you'll run into guys that are on the same mm-hmm. team in the Super Bowl, which I think is cool because it's a whole new strategy.
1: Right. You know. Yeah. yeah, it makes a difference.
0: Yeah, I love doing the keeper league. So we keep five. Right. At we the end of five. the year, every year you keep yeah. five. So do you know off the top of your head who you got this year?
1: My five that I kept, I kept uh David Johnson, <laughs> Alvin Kamara, okay, Kareem Hunt. Loaded up on backs. Uh, T. Y. Hilton and uh I kept another wide out. Um Chris Hogan.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think I kept Aaron Rodgers, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh huh, uh Howard, running back for the yeah. Bears. Yeah. Howard. Um AJ Green and I and another receiver for me too. I wanna say Maybe Juju Smith. Yeah, Schuster. you got Juju. I got Juju. Because I, I want Juju. I Juju. Yeah. yeah, I like Juju. And I, I, that was, it came down for me. It came down to him and uh, Jared Goff, who I was going to cut. Mm-hmm. Because Rodgers is getting older. I was trying to move yeah, Rodgers but, and maybe yeah, go with he's the still, youth movement.
1: Nah, he's still, he's still doing he's still it, do it,
0: but I'm kind of in a rebuilding process. I yeah. got like young dudes. So I was toying with the idea, but I didn't do it. But um, So I kept Juju.
1: Yeah, Yeah, right. you got a good squad over there.
0: I got a good base now. The draft is going to be tough, though. Yeah, yeah. Because you
1: know? I, I think I picked ninth. Yeah, I think I picked draft. like sixth or seventh. Yeah, yeah. So you, the, know? you know, the further back you go, right? You know, it's it's funny in a in a startup, in a redraft, right? I prefer to be at the back. In a get in a keeper in a league, I prefer to be closer to the front. Precisely. Yeah. 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 I've been so.
0: trying to get. Witt to trade me that number one pick. Witt ain't trading I tried to pick. get him everything because I think Barkley is a can't miss. I yeah. think he's yeah. going to light it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well,
1: week one they're playing against Jacksonville, so yeah, we'll he see. might have to ride the pine that day. But we'll see. that Jacksonville yeah. defense is salty, boy. Yeah, they're good, man. Yeah, they they're nasty.
0: good. So let me ask you this now. Let's talk some rookies in the draft. You know, Everybody knows the good players. Let's not waste our mm-hmm. time on that. You know who you're going to take. I'm not going to get into arguing David Johnson over Le'Veon Beller. Right. You know what I mean? So let's talk rookies. Um in this rookie class which quarterback would you take first and which one would be your sleeper?
1: Well, I my my first quarterback off the board was Baker Mayfield. Right. So I'm saying in the NFL draft. Oh, you if, you if liked I, him better yeah, than the rest. I like yeah, okay. I like I liked Baker his Mayfield better than the rest.
0: in Cleveland. But
1: I would not have taken him first. I would not that's have taken him. That's a different. That's a different question. But could have got him at four. We yeah. went through this on another podcast. Yeah. I love. I like Baker Mayfield a lot.
2: Yeah, I would have.
1: And I part. like Josh Rosen. Those are my. Those are my one and two.
0: Yep, Rosen is my sleeper. Yeah, Rosen's yeah. my sleeper because nobody's really counting on him for anything. When you yeah. got Larry Fitzgerald out there,
1: right? And you got David yeah, and you got David Johnson. They, they drafted Christian Kirk, yeah. who's, who's I mean, a beast. Yep, he's
2: yeah. gonna be a good. So player. And they're
0: in a tough division, but I think rosen can manage the game you know i think he's my sleeper yeah i like rosen as far as for fantasy this year who i think is going to play the most and maybe put up more points than the rest of the guys i'll go with josh allen looks like he's going to start up in buffalo yeah he's been looking good in the
1: preseason man i'm skeptical man i didn't i didn't really like him um i didn't either coming out of college but but you you know what in terms of in terms of rookie fantasy quarterbacks you kind of have to go with him because, like you say, he's going to start off the dribble. He's going to start off and the dribble. Who, the
0: dude's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, like, and it's no, it's,
1: no, it's no no, one for them to go to. Now, yeah, if right. if Sam Darnold ends up starting for the Jets.
0: He could do something. I yeah. just don't know if he's got enough around him yet to be successful. See, I, I think they got a good team
1: over there, man. Uh, defensively, Kir- I think they yeah. do. Uh, what's the curse? Curse they have. Robbie Anderson they have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bilal Powell. Good, yeah. good receiving back. Got uh, yeah. Isaiah Crowell to run the ball. Crowell's going to be up there this year. They he's, have a decent. Uh, in, yeah. he got a decent starting unit. Yeah, you know? so I, I think, mean, I if think he, Sam he, Donald he's would good be enough. all right.
0: He's good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he could do well. But let, what about running backs? Now, obviously, we both are going to agree. Yeah. Barkley yes. is number yeah. one. Saquon is
1: number one. Okay,
0: so but for your sleeper, like the hot, the hot pick out there right now, everybody's on Freeman from the Broncos. Yeah, right? yeah. everybody's on Freeman from like the Broncos. You don't like him? No. why not?
1: I just, I just didn't like. Um I just didn't like his film, you know, from, yeah, from yeah. what I saw. You know, in highlights. I mean the highlight film is supposed to really wow me in my right, opinion. Right. And his didn't. Okay. You no, know, I got you on that. So my favorite my favorite running back coming out this year, other than Saquon Barkley, was Rashad Penny. Yeah, but now he's, yeah. he's injured, you know, Chris he's Carson. Injured. Chris
0: Carson is a back. And I don't know about that back. line up there in Seattle. That's yeah. my thing with And line is Penny. always terrible. I watched a lot of games. I'm in L.A. now, so I watched a lot of games. So he played for San Diego State, and um, I was impressed, man. Dude yeah. can run and carry yeah. the load. He's I a 30-carry like guy. Yeah, I like but him up, a lot. up in Seattle, they can't
1: protect right. nobody, that's man. The, that's the thing about it.
0: And with Freeman in Denver, you know it's going to be running back by committee. So yeah. as far as fantasy points, I don't know if I'm jumping on that train.
1: Well, he, he, so you, you said sleeper. Yes. So here's the guy, and I I don't want to put this out here because you and in my division. We're gonna be right. drafting right. at the same time. Yeah. But I like Jordan Wilkins. Okay. Jordan Wilkins is the he's one of the rookies in Indianapolis. Yes. So
0: <clears throat> a lot of people are big on the other kid though.
1: Yeah, Naheem Hines. Yeah. He's not big enough. Okay. And he's he's not big enough, and he's not work done. Right. Work done wasn't big enough, but work done got it. He got right. it done. Naheem Hines is more uh, job at best. Correct me. me if
0: I'm wrong, though. Now is he? The, he's the kid that was a receiver in college at right. NC State. Then they made right. him a running back. Correct. So I think that's why everybody's high on yeah. him because they think he's going to be out of the backfield catching passes. Yeah, and and Kamar he will. Style.
1: And he will. But he's to me, he he's just a little too small for me. I, yeah. I don't I'm, like. I
0: it. agree with you on size.
1: I don't like Marlon Mack, who was no, was coming back from last year. To me, if if you a twenty year old running back and you can't beat out thirty four year old Frank Gore, yeah, you're the problem.
0: They're using him as leverage to motivate the other guys. Yeah,
1: so I, so I like, I like yeah. Jordan Wilkins as, I'll as my sleeper. I go with Chubb.
0: I go with Chubb and Cleveland. I love Nick Chubb. I think before I love him. I think there's going to be a point in the season this year. Cleveland is going to make their big changes mm-hmm. and Tyrodson yeah. go to the bench and Mayfield's going to come in yeah. and Chubb is going to come in. Yes, and sir. Gonna go with the youth. Absolutely. Movement. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but that's another thing.
1: See, the, the division is too tough. I don't, I don't See, think I they disagree. can make the a I think
0: it's top-heavy. I think it's only the Steelers. Because nah, the Baltimore's, Bengals and the Baltimore's Ravens are aging, good. though. They're yeah, aging Baltimore's and not. Baltimore's
1: going to be all right, though.
0: They'll win their seven or eight. They will yeah. win seven or eight. Yeah. But they're aging. I think they're primed to get beat by a hungry team like the Browns. And, mm-hmm. the, and the Bengals are the Bengals. I think that's a division that's prime for somebody or, to make a big yeah, splash yeah, because it's a aging good and over. fading. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's true. That's, that's yeah. my opinion on that. Um, wide receiver
1: rookie wide receiver? Yeah. My favorite is uh my favorite coming out the draft was Christian Kirk. Okay. I liked him a lot. Um but yeah. I mean Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley is so made for what for what they're yep. gonna use him for, I mean, he got Julio over there. He is. They had a good running game, yep. so he's not gonna draw a lot of a lot of double coverage at no, all. He's he gonna can't. just yeah. have to get open and run he's after the catch. He's gonna be like Juju. He's gonna be a they beast. They gotta
0: double up on on you yeah. know, um,
1: oh. yeah, on Antonio Brown, right? Yeah. So it's
0: the same scenario down there. Atlanta. Right. Right.
1: And and Calvin Ridley just has all the tools, man. Yeah. Like he's 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 the best route runner on a team. Julio. Julio is a lot like Des Bryant in that he don't really run routes. He's yeah. just bigger and stronger and better than everybody, and just a bit faster yeah. and, and faster. Faster, right. yeah, yeah. So um,
0: I know a lot of people are real high on Moore, the kid out there, the big yeah. kid. Yeah, but, And he'll be in Carolina, and I think he'll do all right. Well, I think
1: he he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. And I, you know, I I watched the draft. This is how sick I am with football. I, I actually watched, I watched the draft. It too, I know. So. <laughs> Like I was really impressed when Steve Smith said they haven't had anybody to replace me in Carolina until now. Okay. When when Steve Smith, who's one That's of my favorites statement. of all time, big when he said that, because my, my favorite kind of receivers are the Hines Wards, the Steve Smiths, yeah. you know, the cats that really get in there and mix it up, not yeah. really not really, you know, top shelf, but right, right. still get it done, the Doug Baldwins, that kind of guy. Yeah. When he said that Yep. I was with DJ yep. Moore
0: 100%. Yeah, I could get behind that. If, if yeah. Smith is going to give him a stamp of approval, yeah, I could get behind no doubt. that. No Another doubt. guy that's built just like Moore that I kind of like – in Denver is the Sut- that Sutton kid oh, out of man. SMU, yeah. Because that now they got Case Keenum, they got somebody to yeah. throw the button. Like he's no nothing special, but he gets the system, and yeah. he'll find that guy. And he
1: he's gonna get a lot of that a lot of that same Calvin Ridley because he's got Demaryius Thomas and Emmanuel right. Sanders. Right. So he's gonna come in as the third. Yeah. And I mean, it should be. I think
0: by the end of it, I think by mid season. He, he's gonna surpass one of those two guys and be getting a majority of the yeah, looks. He's I so mean, big and fast. He, man. Yeah,
1: he's. He, I mean, he can be. He ain't got to reach up for the apples. The apples no, are on the ground for right, that kid. All he right. got to do is bend down and pick them up.
0: Yeah, if you he know? wants to stop.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah, I like Sutton, man. I think, uh, I think Anthony Miller, that's in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got a really good chance to be good because um, yeah. there's not a lot there. You know no, they did they get Alan Robinson, right, they got, Robinson, got Alan Robinson, and Saint they got Mary's uh.
0: Here. He's a hometown kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They got him, and they got uh, Taylor Gabriel, right, who was in Atlanta last year, speed guy. Yeah, yeah. But Anthony Miller is gonna be probably in the slot. You probably. know that slot guy. Is gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw I, this
0: one at you. Um, I'm gonna go with DJ Chark. Down in Jacksonville, oh, yeah. yeah, no doubt, because they gave Bortles all the money and all the receivers yeah. left. He's got to <laughs> throw the ball to somebody. It's going to be the draft pick, so, right? They got so nobody down there.
1: Sleep sleeper quarterback, Blake Bortles. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like Blake. People, People dog do. Blake,
0: but in the last eight games last year, he got tremendously better. He played extremely well in the playoffs yeah. and at Foxborough. I don't know why everybody's hating on the guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not the, he's not the best quarterback. So, no, but he's
0: a classic. And the, project, the thing about him
1: is, if they don't, if they don't stop playing to win, they beat New England. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if if you just continue to play to win, right. Keep keep your foot on the gas, right. You beat New England, right. You know, because the defense, like th- that defense, dude, they they a bunch of rabbit dogs over they're, there, man.
0: They're great, but you can't put them on the field. You can you can't turn the whole game over to them in Foxborough against right. Brady. Right. You got to keep exactly. Brady on the sideline. There,
2: exactly. You. you know what I mean?
1: And and if 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 Blake Bortles makes a better throw, he didn't make a bad throw, yeah. but if he makes a better throw, right, that so that the the defender tipped the ball at the, at the very end, if he if he makes yeah. a better just throw, a little, just
0: yeah, a little more air under it,
1: they still win the game, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, I
0: like Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake's a a sleeper. He's a guy that's like, he's never going to be an Aaron Rodgers and none of this, but he's a dude that was a solid draft pick. He's gotten better every year. Mm -hmm. He's better than average, and And he's going to
1: be good. You know, he's top 15 fantasy every year. Yeah, I like the guy. Somehow or another, he puts the numbers together. Yeah, he does. And, I mean, it's only going to get better because Fournette.
0: Is, and that line, the offensive yeah, oh, yeah, line, yeah, yeah. and Fournette. I yeah. mean, anyway, I mean, yeah. I think that I think they're going to be fine. But so I might go with Char because he's got to throw the ball to somebody. He's the only yeah. guy down there. Mm-hmm. That might be my sixth, seventh round pick so Everybody back off of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so who's going to be the MVPs this year? Quarterback.
1: MVP at quarterback. Wow, that's a tough one. But if I had to, if I had to pick. Um, you're talking fantasy MVP. Yeah,
0: fantasy MVP.
1: So fantasy MVP, probably gonna be Cam Newton. You think so? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna roll with my guy Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna be back, yeah, be healthy. You can't, you can't, I think he's can't lose be,
1: picking Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. I, I like Cam a lot because I think they're they're actually putting some weapons around him. Yeah, and he'll you get know, his rushing touchdowns. Yeah, too. exactly. And that's you gonna that's mean? gonna make all the difference yeah. to me.
0: He'll get and, and Olson's gonna be back for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll yeah. be up there. Yeah, so I, there.
1: I think I think Cam is probably going to be the top scoring quarterback. Yeah. I think uh, I think Fournette is going to be the, the top running scoring back? running back. Yeah, I hope so because yeah. he's on my I squad too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I hope so. I'll, and on, the only reason I'm saying Fournette is because that team is is so well rounded. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Gurley is going to do the same thing that he did last he's year. He's got to come back to earth a yeah. little bit. Yeah. My, but
0: still, probably enough to be MVP.
1: Ezekiel Elliott would probably have been my he choice, be up there. but now with all this offensive line difficulty, yeah. the center has uh the, the disease that he has now, yeah. and people and are they hurt. They lost their tackle too, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, so, they yeah lost the that's, that's a problem. You know, the the wide right receiver core is in question. And right. Right. So I just I, I thought Zeke was going to be up there. I love David Johnson. You know, David
0: Johnson, I really, really like man. Yeah. Um, it's all gonna depend on Rosen. I I, I right. hope he's ready to play because if he's ready to play, they can use David Johnson the way they don't want to use him. But right. if Rosen isn't up to par yet, they're gonna have to like fall back on just handing it to him a bunch right. and that's exactly. gonna hurt him.
1: Exactly. You and know? that's that I think the same thing. So yeah. that's why I say Fournette, because he's he's on the most well-rounded team you know Kamara yeah. could be but I don't think Kamara is going to carry the no, ball I don't like think that. he can get the most yeah because yeah, they're, yeah. they're
0: going to rotate first and second mm-hmm. down back down yeah there. once
1: once you know, uh Ingram comes back or whatever
0: I would roll with Le'Veon hands down but he ain't playing right I mean he ain't playing he's yeah. out he's out yeah man I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say I think Barkley is gonna be in the mix for most fantasy points running back this year I believe that this year I believe I think that he could too. be the MVP.
1: I believe that too. I, I I believe Saquon Barkley is you're looking at a Ladanian Tomlinson yes. kind of back. Yes. You know, that can that can do it all, yep. Yep. that can put up points however he needs to put up points. Yep.
0: And everybody, you know, their X factor there is they want to dog that offensive lineup in New York and tell you what well, they couldn't even protect Eli, how they're gonna open holes. And I'm that's when I'm kinda like, I don't think you really understand football. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's right. Yeah, they couldn't protect Eli because every team knew they couldn't run the ball, so they're pinning their ears back on every single play. It's a mm-hmm. different thing: pass right. blocking, run blocking. Right. And when they know they can just come after you every down because you can't run the ball, when mm-hmm. you've got a legitimate threat back there to run the ball now, yeah, they got to sit back a little yeah. more.
1: Yeah, that that play action is real.
0: Yeah, they play gotta action sit is back real a little more. Mm-hmm. So I think he's. I think the Giants are going to have a big turnaround yeah. Odell's I, healthy. Look.
1: I think Eli, man, Eli's it, a good you know, quarterback, late man. late in the draft, man, you can get Eli Manning yeah. for, for almost he's have a nothing. Year. Yeah, and he's going to have a good year. I mean, yeah. if, you know, us, we I say all this assuming everybody stays healthy. But right, right. With Barkley, Ingram, yep. Sterling Shepard, and yep. then on top of that, a healthy ODB? Odell,
0: and he ain't even on, playing man. in the preseason. Come on, he ain't man. ain't playing no games.
1: You can't. Eli Eli, is, yeah. Eli should be – I mean, he's probably going gonna to be top ten, no I, doubt.
0: I think, I think with the whole changes we just talked about this year, I think he could easily slide up and be probably somewhere around top seven. This yeah, year, he absolutely. Because he's going to be on his back. Absolutely. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, he's going to be standing upright. That play action is going to help him tremendously. Yep. And it's going to help uh, yep. Evan Ingram trem- yeah. tremendously. Yeah, I think
0: they're going to be a lot better, man. Yeah, I They're going to make some noise. I, they'll finish ahead of Washington and Dallas this year.
1: Oh, yeah. Dallas is – Dallas is going to be in the in the cellar, in the NFC East. I think uh, yeah. the Giants, the Giants will probably. I don't know if the Eagles are going to win the division, and I'm saying I that because of so many. They have a lot of issues right now. I mean these are these yeah. are early issues. Yeah. Once Carson Wentz come back. And uh, yeah. Alshon Al Jeffrey comes back and yeah. everything. I you know, they may right they may part. be able to write the ship, yeah. you know, mid, in, in you know around week four or yep. five and yep. run off a bunch of games.
0: Yeah. And Wentz is the real deal. Oh yeah. I mean he's another yeah, dude no where like you're watching something special. He's gonna be yeah, one of the greatest. No doubt about
1: it. Yeah. I drafted Wentz as a rookie in the yeah. league. I yeah.
0: remember having that discussion with everybody during that draft and I was just like Wentz is my guy. Yeah. I mean you could have golf. Yeah. You I could didn't like golf. I'm on Wentz because he's big. He's like a Roethlisberger body type. He's not going to yeah. get hurt when he did, the but thing, he did it running. The but.
1: thing I liked about him, man, playing playing in Wyoming, you know, At North Dakota State. Uh, North, I'm sorry, yeah, North Dakota State, where it's cold, right? You yep. know, he got to sling the ball yep. in weather. Yeah, and he was accurate with it. Right. And so, here's
0: my other kicker with him playing at North because that was the knock to him. Well, he's a he's a Division One subdivision guy. You know, uh, he's not. You know, he hadn't really played at the level these other guys played at. And I said, and that's fine. And you're right. Mm-hmm. But tell me another guy that came from that level that won four straight national titles and calls the right. offense himself. Right, dude can play. Yeah, yeah. You know he, what I mean? I mean that's that's crazy. Yeah, he's he's you know
1: he's a beast, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, Philly really hit it on the head when they when oh, they yeah. drafted that cat. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would I would have moved up if I was anybody in that draft. I would have moved. Up. That's how much mm-hmm. I believed in that kid. I was like, go yeah. get this kid, man. Yeah. He's the real deal, man. Yeah. I,
1: I was shocked
2: that he wasn't I was first. passed on him. Yeah. I was I was passed shocked passed that he wasn't first.
0: Yeah. I'm like, come on, Browns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's my team in the AFC. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Lions and Browns. You know what, here. man?
1: I, I like the Browns, man. Yeah. I think I like what they're doing.
0: I think that they're going to be good this year, yeah, man. Yeah.
1: I like what they're doing.
0: I do. I think and let's jump on now we're on the Browns. Let's go to comeback player this year. Who do you think will be the comeback player of the year? I might go with Josh Gordon if he if he plays.
1: Come Nah. I'm I'm not a Josh Gordon physically with in terms of physical talent. He's probably It's not five five receivers that had the gifts that he has physically. No, yeah. But I don't think He'd get
0: his head right. Yeah, I mean, if he could get his thing. head
1: right, and that, but that's what separates the men from the boys. That's yeah. why Brady is better than the rest. You know, yeah. it's 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 in between his ears. Yeah. Um, comeback player of the year. Is David Johnson gonna count? Yeah, he sat out the oh, year with well, an yeah. injury last oh, year. Oh, it's, it's a no yeah. brainer for me. Because I man. was
0: gonna say my legitimate pick there is gonna be Odell. Yeah. Oh yeah. He sat the yeah. whole year out, and he's gonna come back this year and light yeah. it up. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I mean, he he went out week four with a broke leg or whatever. So. Right. I mean, between him and you, could probably count Watson too because he went out early. Deshaun, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's going to be huge this year. I man, I love him too. Yeah. I would have jumped up to grab yeah. him too. He's another guy. I think. Yeah, he's I was just surprised, a leader,
1: man. I was surprised at him, I, and I, I'm not surprised at what he did. Yeah, I'm surprised that he came in after. And this this is when they gave they gave uh, he he didn't play really in the preseason. Right. And right. then the, the, the guy that you played for the whole preseason played the first half of the game and you said, "You know what? You're not the guy.
0: You're done. I'm moving this thing."
1: Dude, you put him in a position to to fail. Yeah, right. Truthfully, you did. So, for this dude to do what he did, yeah. He's a special player, man. Oh,
0: man. He's a special player. He's one of my favorites, man. Yeah. After I watched that national title game and oh, he yeah, went right yeah. down the field yeah, and scored again, I was like, "Hey he was man, this dude is game. lacking a few tools." that better quarterbacks are going to have. Mm-hmm. But this guy gets it between the years. Right. He's, his poise, his confidence. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll roll
1: with this dude. Yeah. I'll roll yeah. with this dude. Some, some cats are just winners, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and they, yeah. they, they make people around them better. Yep. And the game you know, looks like he's... some
0: guys you can tell when the game's happening slow for them. Right. And some guys yeah. like Bortles still ain't there yet, right. for instance. Mm-hmm. And Watson was a guy you can just tell from minute one. The game's happening in slow motion for Yeah. You. Yeah. You
2: know uh-huh. what I mean?
0: He's great, man. Yeah, man. I, love I like him.
1: him. I like him a lot, you know.
0: Who's your breakout guy? Who's the guy's going to have a breakout year?
1: Breakout guy. Breakout guy for me um Breakout guy for me is probably um I'm thinking receiver Jamison Crowder. Okay. Breakout guy. Okay. You know, I don't know if he's going to really count cuz he I mean, he's known to be pretty good. Yeah, but you know now with the with the new uh, with Alex Smith in, in Washington, right, right, he Loves right. to throw. Yep. He throws short passes. He throws real good. Jamison Crowder is great in that in that position. I think Jamison Crowder Crowder's is like, he, yeah, he's really yeah. prime for a breakout.
0: Right. I'm gonna go with McKinnon, running back, Niners. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I was uh-huh. reading
0: somewhere that Shanahan has produced a top ten back in uh, points per rush yard leagues yeah. in yeah. the last four years in a row. Mm-hmm. And now they got a good quarterback up there. They should be competitive. They're going to spread the ball out. I think McKinnon is primed to have a real good running back two type of yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that will be a good one.
1: I also think uh, on on that same team, Marquise Goodwin. Okay. Marquise Goodwin is really, really uh, – I mean, he showed a lot last year. At the end of the year, Pierre Garçon was hurt, and he kind of took over that number one role. Yeah, yeah. And I think in the preseason it's just kind of continued. Him and right. Jimmy Garoppolo seem to have yeah, a pretty yeah. good chemistry. I think uh, Marquise Goodwin is going to be a good one.
0: Is Pierre Garçon 107 or 108 <laughs> years old? How many years he's been in the league? Yeah, and I'm looking he's, through, he's
1: been around for a while. I'm
0: looking through these top 300 lists, and they got Pierre like in the top 40. and shit. Yeah, going, man. Pierre is 108. Look, look
1: hey, some, some dudes, they just, they, yeah, they just age well. It cracks me up. Yeah, I'm like, he's still playing. they just age playing. well. And he, he's playing good,
0: too. Yeah, he's playing well, but yeah. it just cracks me up, <laughs> man. Well, as far as receiver MVP, we passed over that because I'm sure we both just both agree. It's going to be Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, going to be much Brown. A done, Fire know, up chips. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. The CMU dude. It, that going to light it up.
1: Yeah. I, that guy has willed himself to be the best wide receiver in the game. I mean, I mean he's he is. Physically talented, yeah. no doubt. But, Work I mean, ethic, yeah. Man. I mean, a six-round pick. Yep. six-round pick. Yeah. These dudes Out are. Out of the Mac. Right. All these dudes are professionals. They get paid to evaluate talent. Yep. And this dude slips to the sixth yeah, round. Yeah,
0: man. It just goes to show you, man. But Sometimes you Sometimes know they put too much precedent on what the pencil to paper shows yeah. on their speed and strength and shit. That don't matter, man.
1: Pittsburgh, man, they have some sort of – Yeah, they get they got guys, They man. got some magical thing that they, they do with these guys, wideouts, man. man yep. Because they had – when Mike Wallace was there, he yep. was killing he was it. Killing Emmanuel it. Sanders yep. was killing it. Now it's Antonio yep. Brown, Juju well, smith You coming up. You know what, you know what it is,
0: I think? I think that they always have the perfect recipe of – um, they always have a really good offensive line, and they can run the football, mm-hmm. and they got Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, guys talk about how much Brady put anybody around him, and he makes some stars and shit, and I'm like, For Roethlisberger more so. <laughs> right. Roethlisberger yeah. more so. He never had a Randy Moss. I'm t- I mean, right. you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. He I got mean, one
0: now. He's an underrated dude as far as, like, the grand scheme of things. I think he'll be in more conversations as one of the great quarterbacks if he wins another Super Bowl. Yeah. But his two Super Bowls came so early that they're forgotten. Mm-hmm. They're forgotten.
1: And it, it was the bus. You know what I mean? It was the bus. Yep. It was Hines Ward. Yep, it wasn't yep. necessarily him. He was, And yeah.
0: I, arguably one of the greatest drives and touchdowns in Super Bowl history. Oh, that yeah. That throw to San, San, yeah. San, San, San Antonio in the Holmes. corner. That was yeah. ridiculous,
1: dude. Who was never good any other time.
0: I mean, they had what they have a minute and fifteen seconds yeah, on the clock, and he crazy. went all the way down there. And that balls, I challenge you to find a highlight on YouTube of a ball that's thrown in the corner of the end zone through triple coverage mm-hmm. in a better spot than that. Yeah, I mean, that
1: was uh, that was when Larry Fitz did the uh, yeah. He oh, went nuts. I, I, was I was so broken for hearted so for Larry so hard, Fitz, I man.
0: I had my Pat Tillman jersey yeah. on for the game. I was broken hearted for him. Man. I love Fitz. He's oh, one of my dude, favorite people my favorite. in the world. Yeah. As I wish, a human being yeah, and a football. Like player.
1: dude, I, like he's 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 one of my heroes, man. Like yeah, he, he is. Yeah. I like I like Larry. I wish a everybody lot. was like him. I man. wish I wish I knew that guy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he, he's that. I would that be a better guy. person if right. I knew him. I bet you my <laughs> right. life would get better. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You know I
0: mean? Yeah, he's one of those dudes, man. Yeah, man. I love him. So you're picking about ninth. I'm picking about sixth. The draft is going to be live here at City Wings. Right. On yes. the second, right? On the second. I fly yep. home on the first, so I'll be doing a satellite again. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be on okay. satellite again. Okay. But
1: But yeah, we'll be here live yeah. in the building.
0: But you but you can come down here before that though. You yeah, oh, I mean? absolutely. Like people need to get yeah, on down yeah. here, City Wings, new center area.
1: Yeah, well, you know what, man we we got a uh, we got a new social media thing that that's going on, okay. and you know, and where business you fi- where really are we picked up. That, on Facebook yeah, or you Twitter go to Facebook, you Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, I okay. think I think Instagram. I'm not real, but we got okay. a, We got a uh, we got a kid that's coming to here, okay. man, get, and he's doing it up. Get
0: with me because we're gonna push it out when we push out the show. Okay, get some people down here, man, because okay. it's a great place. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, this is one of the original places see this is where grants at like with forethought and doing things and intelligence um you were in here almost nine years ago
1: yeah well, years we, ago? we've been open for our anniversary is september 22nd so we'll be open for eight years september 22nd right. and then it took us about a year right. and a half to build it
0: so before the whole build-up down here yeah. when everybody decided to reinvest signed, and come down to detroit you were out in front of that
1: right i signed my lease in 2008
0: right that's what i'm talking about so get down here man. it was
1: it was some lean years bro i believe yeah it. we I opened up a business it. in the middle of a recession yeah and I, everything and this was,
0: area i'm looking out the window right now as we're recording and the build up around here like it used to be tumbleweeds yeah and things, oh man. dude now there's was, a giant building across the street that's so damn big with so much occupancy it has a parking garage underneath right it. absolutely i mean so it's building up around here you got out in front of it because you're smart dude got to get down here to city wings we're gonna push it out we are getting some folks down here man. yeah
1: absolutely man i I'll, I'll appreciate it man we do we do good business man and, yeah. and in terms of wings i mean we we had 19 flavors right now right. um all the flavors are original Um, mostly spices you know of course barbecue is a sauce teriyaki is a sauce but everything else is is like our parmesan and garlic yeah it's actual parmesan cheese and it's actual garlic And that's the thing when you come down
2: here
0: to city wings you got to see because you stand at the counter they're not just dropping wings and some grease in the back and then throwing some sauce on them like they're fresh saucing these things over a hot pan tossing them right in front of you
1: absolutely everything is is a combination of butter hot sauce maybe some juice or whatever so I mean, the flavors really pop, and they we're doing them fresh out the grease. Yep. So coming fresh out the grease, it absorbs all of that flavor. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a really and really good. And it's fun product, to watch man. you. I'm
0: telling you, I've been here many times. It's fun to stand at the counter and watch your wings come out and then go into that big sauce yeah. walk pan and get tossed <laughs> under heat and yeah. warmed with the sauce. Yeah, man. Kind of charred onto them. It's yeah. way better, man. Yeah,
1: it makes all the difference, man. If if there's not some heating element, you're yeah. not really getting right. You're not really getting the wings right. You know, at at their potential. Oh, man, you know, for sure. so like for I said, sure. we've been here, man, eight years and we're doing we're doing some really good numbers. Um, it's only going to get better as people begin to, you know, continue yeah. to come into this area. The city keeps growing. And, uh, you know, I mean, people read read about us on Yelp and, yep. you know, Google, yep, yep. whatever review sites. And I mean, we're four and five stars pretty much yeah. across the board. Yeah. And there's a lot of money
0: coming down here and and I know you're a big proponent of this so I also want to push this for you is um it's a black owned business. Oh, absolutely. This is a yeah. black owned business yeah. and it's in the city yes, and that's sir. a big deal community yes, wise, you know what I mean? So I know that's important to you so I want to make sure to get that out there. To yeah, well mind. this
1: is this is all me me and my cousins. So right. we uh my cousins, I'm 48, my cousins are 27 and 24. Right. So they've been with me since they have been 18. So they're 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 part of the company. Yeah. So this isn't one of these new pop up
0: Detroit. Like this is the real deal when you come down here. Yeah. Absolutely. This is roots. The people working here have roots. mm -hmm. It's a community thing. Yeah. We all support the joint.
1: We all live in the city, man, and you know we we it's it's all Amish chicken, you know. So it's the best chicken that you can get best seasonings you can get yep, you know yep. we we blend our own spices yeah so I yeah mean my
0: favorite that parmesan and garlic is fantastic yeah. oh man that's that's
1: that our best seller man. parmesan and garlic I'm, and lemon I'm pepper i'm getting some right when we're finished yeah, that's yeah. parmesan and garlic and lemon pepper are our best sellers yeah. barbecue is probably third because people default to barbecue yeah but my favorite is uh Caribbean jerk. Oh, I like the jerk ones yeah, too. I got yeah, those last yeah. time I was here. Took me a long time to get that Caribbean jerk yeah. down but that's a tough thing to do.
0: How many times did you try it at the firehouse and oh, guys were like, What is this man?
1: Ridiculous. Yeah, i bombed that a bunch you know, of times. You know, we don't we don't have the time, you know. Jerk right. usually marinates for thirty six hours. Oh, okay. So we don't have, a, we don't don't have, have that time, time yeah. to marinate it, but right. we, we managed to recreate that flavor. Yeah. So, they're fantastic, yeah, too, man. Yeah. Well,
0: listen, man, thanks. I appreciate you sitting down to do this oh, with man. me. Oh, man, my pleasure, man. This is absolutely yeah, we need, one of we the need, hottest we need to get back man. in
1: and come to, come to a part two. Oh, we do? Oh, oh yeah. we are yeah, going yeah, to, because sure. that's how I'm uh, going <laughs> to end sure. this one for
0: sure, is yeah. we're going to see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, I'm in,
2: man. I'm in, no doubt. I'll
0: see you next time. Yes, sir. All right, peace.